Hello and welcome to the Unofficial Controller Podcast, your weekly gaming podcast, episode 20. Games news, gaming news, all the news. <laughs> With me, George, and as always joined by Tom. Good news to my bad news. How's it going? Uh, it's going well, thank you, mate. How are you? I am equally as well as you. Well, probably a couple of points behind you, just because you're still riding high on the whole new father routine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah. also the lack of money for games. I think it's going to be a role reversal He's in many years. Peddling this one Payback now. time. I'm not very good at games, George. You're the pro gamer. <laughs> I'll never be the pro gamer. You've got to keep yourself sharp and financially astute. I do it for the fans. For the fans, exactly. Absolutely. You make the ultimate sacrifice. Um, Talking of ultimate sacrifices, Tom, mm-hmm. why don't we make the ultimate sacrifice and let the wave of new listeners know <laughs> how the show breaks down? What are you? T- what have you learned in the 20 episodes that we've had so far? It's episode 20, goodness me. Last we've week it well. was 19. As always, Tom <laughs> can't believe that the periodically updates of the show go up one at a time. Excellent. <laughs> I yeah. can guarantee you one thing, Tom. Next I just week's. have dreams where we do like random episodes as well about I don't know, Finster the gamer's got like an old car that that know, happened, that happened. No, that didn't happen. If anyone's now searching through the back catalogue, and he, he did like a mobile CEX to rival Stingray, and there was like a big shootout. No, that happened. He was in the boot, was he? I, what were you going to say? Yeah, I have, I have very rewind. What were you about to say about Finster the gamer? There was a what? That he, that he bought a car. Yeah. And he did like a mobile version of CEX. Yeah. And then they had like a turf war with him and Stingray. And it was a big shootout. Ah. No, that never happened. Oh. Okay. And any new listeners that we did pick up. Damn. Have just turned off. Because they're, <laughs> they're they lost in the back catalog. Yeah. So you... we're, we're uh, digressing. We should go to the rundown of how the show is usually laid out. Pull your serious boots on. Lord Pontelbroy's listening to this one to make sure he his is. money is well spent. Tom. What's the first thing that happens? Uh, we ask each other what we've been playing for the past week. Sounds uh, interesting. Yeah. And then we move on to the news. Hmm. And then the feature. Hmm. Listeners Stingray. And then Stingray himself brings the new releases. The immortal for the, Stingray. For the uh, coming week. I don't think you gave listeners Stingray the holy ground, the respect it deserved. Hashtag Stingray's boot. Did you de-shoe? I did. Good, okay. We're all good. Uh, but this week, we're doing something a little different. Because You've forgotten the best bit of the show, how it ends. What happens at the end? I ask you what you're hoping to play. And I ask you what you're hoping to play. <laughs> Let's if, face if it. If I'm polite enough to remember, or awake enough to remember. Or if the listeners have stuck around long <laughs> enough to find out that there's a part of the show called we, What we You've hope, Been Playing. We hope you do. Because um, uh, we like getting new listeners and enjoying comments from the older ones. We do. Um, with that... So out the way, we are going to do something a little different this week. The because there's been such a lot of news because of Gamescom. Do I know uh, about this? You do because this week you wrote the script and a, a a bang up job you've done. Fourth wall. I always write the scripts most of the time. <laughs> um, so we're going to encompass all the news this week into a, a, like a massive news at ten feature. Games news, um, gaming news, all the news. That's the one. So we've got a lot to to get through this week, and we hope you enjoy some of it, if not all of it. Um, let's move on. What have you been playing this week? Oh, oops, skittle the apple cart. We're going to go in left-footed this week, yeah. are we? Uh, what have I been playing? A little bit of Minecraft. 
which should shock the hardcore listeners or not, as the case may well be. Get uh, the Tombowler out because Minecraft is now up in the lofty heights of Overwatch, Red Dead, oh, and God of War. It. I don't like the way I. Ooh, <laughs> ouch. Who's won what then, Tom? Lured you in with that, like, what have you been playing, mate? Best pal, <laughs> I'll ask you first. I'm polite. These third rate scripts. <laughs> oh. I you heard all there. about that. Did you? Yes. Oh. Uh, so what have I been playing? Well, first of all, who's won Minecraft Bingo? Um, Xbox Podder. Can... I was going to give it to Tech Mike Reviews. Oh, okay. Uh, he can have What's a um, collection of uh, Ghostbusters memorabilia. Brilliant. That's probably the best. <laughs> it probably is, yeah. Simmer down. Yeah. Normally we give away screen wash from Brian's Garage. And this well, week I'm you... talking like the half pots of like gone solid ooze gunge that used to pour down the fire station onto the figurines of the Ghostbusters. Okay. Um, That's what he's won. Anyway, so what I've been playing. So Tom's told you left foot in episode 20 it was not going to end well was it five minutes in and they're already crying Where's so minecraft anything else sorry of course yes let's get on with this yakuza 2 excellent which game. i'm thoroughly enjoying maybe halfway through now and thinking that the game is uh this is kiwami 2 first time yeah. i've played yakuza 2 uh and it's yakuza kiwami 2 and uh that is mm, sometimes it wears a bit thin at times because yeah. i've been around this now for three games in a row uh-huh mm-hmm. No sign of letting up any time. I meant to ask you the other week when we were talking about it, and and there is the comparisons to Shenmue. Would you say you prefer prefer them to Shenmue series or not? Ooh, I might go as far as to stick out on a limb and say, obviously, there's a lot of retro nostalgia tied up with Shenmue yeah. for both of us. Yeah, but I would say that Yakuza might well be. Uh, it's definitely a better self-contained package because yeah. the story's got a beginning, middle, and end. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. Obviously, it does link into all the games as you mm-hmm. go through, but it's not essential. And Shemi was a game of its time, whereas Yakuza was made after that. And all the refinements, even in the older games, probably make it more playable. Mm-hmm. I'm always shocked how old a series it is, obviously, because it's taken a while to catch on in the um, in the in the West. It's so good, though, Tom. Yeah. So good. Um, well, we've got a little bit of news about Yakuza, haven't we? Uh, well, wait. Further on. Wait. We'll get to that. Before I get all Suri and McKellen this week, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been carrying on with Fire Emblem uh, Three Houses on the Switch, which has been very enjoyable. Harry Potter simulator game? Uh, That's all I picked up from what a, you said about um, the <laughs> It's got that feel about it, obviously, with being in the monastery and you're like this professor and you're teaching this class of students. Uh, but there's a there's a lot larger plot at play. Um, just going to give a slight spoiler warning. Nope. Okay. So how long are you so, going to take? To how much time just, are you going to take? Just a, a minute or so. Um, all right. So jump ahead to. Oh, we've got to allow for the intro music. So come back at. 8.30 on your timer. Tom, spoil away. Don't worry, it'll work out. Okay, right. That's 8 fine. minutes, 30 seconds. I thought you meant the time. I that am. wouldn't really work yeah. out very well for anybody. Sorry, I've got a baby brain. Um, anyway. He's got a brain the size of a baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I've just had a, a five-year time jump in the game, which oh. has been very interesting. Right. Because you then see your class 
who agreed to meet at the monastery five years later, earlier in the game, mm -hmm. conveniently for the story. Um, and you you sort of you make your way to the monastery, and it's all derelict, and there's been a big battle, and the monastery's fallen apart, and the whole country's all at war. Um, and then you uh, you have this five year time jump, and you get to see all your class further on down the line. It's cool how you see the characters age and. I don't know, just, I, I like that sort of thing in games. It makes it feel like an epic that journey. That does sound cool. Are we spoiler-free? Uh, yeah, I'll end it there. Okay. Um, but how are you enjoying that game? Good game or really mediocre good. It, game? It's, it's been perfect for, um, for, for being at home and, and the, the, the fans, fourth wall The fans situation. know that you yeah. don't like to give your opinion in case you offend some big gaming conglomerate. That, <laughs> you know, only, yeah. two, only two people in the game industry. We need those sponsors, listen. though. Nintendo have promised to pledge lots of money to us. Mm. Will we see that money? Probably one listener's thought, well, I wonder if that's true. Everyone else has got like, <laughs> the most mediocre show in the business. Not a chance. They've got a sponsorship deal from Nintendo. Yeah, but that's the way we sell ourselves so we don't get too... Um, we keep grounded. We do. That's the word. We keep ourselves for. truly grounded. Um, yeah. So it's just, so, that's all you've been playing? I, a little bit of Overwatch. I've been enjoying the new 222 roll-lock. Looks like Red Dragon Rius, a.k.a. Intangible Variant, has won himself a half-eaten box of After 8 Mints. Delicious. <laughs> just because there's only half the quantity doesn't mean there's so half the So we should flavor. just chuck this out there quickly. For new listeners, there are games we mention week in, week out, and we do a Tombola... Uh, or a raffle, or whatever you want to call it. We don't even know. We change we it every know. time. We don't know. We change what it is, and we make up prizes. There's no continuity uh, here. For the, for the listeners. We actually ought to, one week, make a proper actual game out of it. Maybe a drinking game for the adults. When you hear Tom mention Well, you need to be Overwatch careful, because last you... week you had Phil Spencer doing rather inappropriate things in Thailand. Ah, uh, yes. While also working on the estate... And we had Xbox Legal on the phone and they Did weren't we? too happy about it. Oh that. dear. Phil Spencer, who works on the estate, is a very different man to the guy who heads up the Xbox division. Mm -hmm. One of them is into cross-dressing ladies. The other one isn't. That's your call to make that decision. Hmm. Anyway, Tom. Guessing game. We've bored the living daylights out of people. This is probably the longest intro the show's ever I think, known. Yes, um, yes. And they've come here for news and a feature. Well, this week, news and a feature got together and had a baby, a small one called Nutria. Uh, that's what we're <laughs> going to call this feature. And we've scoured the very darkest regions of the internet to bring you the latest stories. This week, we get to hear from our listeners, who we like to imagine are acting as roving reporters. First up, welcome to Ryukyu. This time, it's all 1080p. 60 fps and now tom this is news we are very excited for not only should you be able to download and play a remaster of yakuza 3 like right now but four and five are getting ported too with all content and most notably physical versions of five great news is we're also getting physical versions that comes with a box for your ps3 collection uh, for five <clears throat> so before i launch into the dates and times of when yep. these things are landing tom how beautiful is it that this studio has recognised the fact we didn't get a PS3 physical copy of 5? So in the pre-order package, if you as soon as that goes live, I'm getting myself it, it comes with a PlayStation 3 box and sleeve, no game, 
so you can put it on your shelf and your shem, um, Yakuza, that's how close these games are, these Yakuza <laughs> games, you've got a complete run of games. That is a very uh, dedicated service to the fans, I think. That's really nice. That's good one to thing I and we have a, We have a lot of physical uh, edition collectors on on the podcast, don't we? Like fans. Big time. Who are uh, really into having all the... Well, the without them, collection. there'd be only two-thirds of the three-thirds of the show. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. So the good news about Tell these, me the date. Yes, these, Yakuza yeah. 3 remastered, available 20th of August 2019. As of recording this, it is Wednesday the 20th of August, I believe, and I checked 10 minutes ago, still mm-hmm. not there, um, but it's due any time. So Yakuza 4 remastered is going to be available on the 29th of October 2019, just enough time to bottom three before you get a slice of four. And Yakuza 5 remastered is available on the 11th of February, just a little bit longer to wait, 2020. And it's at that point in time that we will get the physical edition. Very nice. Very good. And just as another note for the dear listeners, if they go online now and they go on order, they pick up the remastered collection, 3, yes. 4 and 5, they can buy it now for forty nine ninety nine. And when they all become available, they will just drop down in their downloads. What is so? What is the price? Do you know the price for each one individually? When I looked, the package was forty nine ninety nine for all three. Yeah, yeah. But I couldn't see a separation of them. Yeah, ported out. I think if you're if you're a fan, and even if you want to take the gamble, it's it's the price of a full game to get all of them, isn't it? I think it's a no brainer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a lot of value for money, then that. Yeah, and obviously the first. Ports of the games on the PS3 were 720 and 30 FPS. So there is a graphical upgrade, but yep. don't be expecting this to be Yakuza 0, Yakuza 6 levels of beauty. I think basically right. instead of converting them to the newer Dragon Engine, they're just porting these things over and probably the grunt of the Look PS4. a little bit sharper and that'll be better. N- nudged yeah. it up a little bit, that's for sure. Ah, What's your cool. thoughts on Yakuza? Why aren't you playing it? Have yeah, you ever I feel bad. It? No. It's like your the idea of game. not being able to drive around and have that sort of... I see I'm a massive fan of sleeping dogs. Uh, Forget I... all that. Forget all that. Right. Like, why are you putting these two games? Like, what, the Japanese people? Proper racist. And, and yeah, sleeping dogs is Chinese. Bad. I'm the ultimate racist. <laughs> 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 oh. Are we leaving that in? Yeah. It's in, isn't it? Yeah. Warts and all. Yeah. You got yeah. us all this week. Episode 20. Might be the last episode we ever do. Yeah. But, you know. Well, uh, you went to know. It's Sleeping Dogs is set in China. I've not ever played Sleeping Dogs. It's really good. You'd enjoy that. I think I've got it. I think I, think I, you have. I think I, I badgered you into downloading it. No, 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 no. I'll tell you I what, bought, I'll do you a deal. I think I bought it for 50p. 50p? Yeah. Oh, physical? Yeah. Oh. I just don't know why... It's not in my normal pile, so I don't know where it is. But I it's do not phys- gone in the layer pit, is it? I don't think so. I don't think I just banished something immediately to the... I didn't even ask you what you've been playing. Uh, yeah, you did. Uh, no Man's Sky. Oh, how could I forget? Like, I tell you what, rather than sort of... Well, that, news, it, that bit of news r- is done, rather, and no one's really interested in Rather than in destroy that. the news, we'll do it with the what are you hoping to play. Well, I think it'd probably be better to Split. serve this up now. Right, whoa. Okay. Yeah. Hit me up with your thoughts on No Man's Sky after downloading it and, and nearly um, destroying the end of the podcast last week by putting your VR headset on. <laughs> the, uh, uh, do you know, 
it's great. The implementation with the move ones, the way you interact with the environment. Once I'd gone into the settings and turned the locomotion to full locomotion like I like, I don't like teleport come systems. Come on, come on. Do the locomotion. Not quite. <laughs> but the, I don't like locomotion in VR. I like to move myself physically, and I've developed like an iron gut now where I can stay in VR for a long time. Yeah. Um, the way you use the move controllers to grab the flight sticks in the ship is absolutely awesome, and you feel really grounded in the world. The only thing I would say, as with all things VR, when you're playing it on a flat screen, a TV or whatever, you're having the traditional experience, mm -hmm. you're running around, you feel invincible, nothing's a problem. Yeah. Okay? When I play this in VR, every whisper, every crack, I was like, what's that? What's this? <laughs> what's that? I was living on the edge of my nerves, and it was it gone from being like quite a peaceful Game. This is like I yeah. can imagine Minecraft would be because when you're playing it on the screen, it doesn't really feel that threatening. You've got these creatures come with you, but they're quite cartoony. And No Man's Sky isn't what I would call a horror game by any means, but I think once you cross that line and go into those the worlds, yeah. the immersion makes it like I can imagine in Minecraft where it'd be quite scary. And it's the same in No Man's Sky. It's gone from a blissful, peaceful experience to one that's like, oh. And the planet that I'm on at the beginning of the game is lots of like vicious, nasty monsters that immediately right. want to bite you and take flesh off of you. So it's, yeah, you're living on the edge of your wits all the time and it makes it a very different game. We felt like you could ignore them in like 2D mode, but in VR mode, you're like, you're everywhere. You're yeah. panicking and... I think the 360 like immersion of like, like you say, the noises and what's behind me yeah. type thing is... And, is... As we, and I've said this, I've, with VR games, I actually find some of them sometimes, you take the headset off and you're like... Phew physically exhausted by it mm. you know because you've been mentally on edge in real life you don't you're not on edge all the time yeah. so when you do a vr game where you're like you're not sure of your surroundings you don't know where things are and you don't know what's behind you yeah you take the headset off now two hours afterwards you're like oh, I'm, I'm done i'm like literally frazzled yeah so there's there's the news of no man's sky it's epic without any shadow of a doubt but bring an iron gut bring some intestinal fortitude or as we would say testicular fortitude because it's quite scary or maybe i'm just a complete melt no i don't think so hmm. i don't think so anyway tom next bit of news you're uh, in your yeah, nathan so drake onesie i am um, fresh from cosplaying at gamescom 2019 hmm. what what you got well, there? won won the competition as well did you yeah Worst dressed Nathan Drake. Worst cosplay. dressed man. Worst dressed man. Yeah. <laughs> He's not even cosplay. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that hobo walking down there? <laughs> He's a hobo with a couple of pistols <laughs> and a neckerchief. I did end up getting robbed with tackled by security as well. I don't blame him. I yeah. didn't even know you had weapons at that yeah. time either. Right. Uh, next up, Sony snaps up Insomniac while falling out with Marvel. Mm. Best lubricate your gums. This is a big one, Tom. I know. Um, Sony have confirmed at Gamescom 2019 on their Twitter feed that they have done the thing we all expected to happen, but let's face it, it took a while. They have gone and snapped up Insomniac Games. Insomniac founder and CEO Ted Price in a press release said, We've enjoyed a special relationship with Sony, particularly since our inception. Our partnership amplifies our potential, and Marvel's Spider-Man was a testament to this. Insomniac is responsible for some of PlayStation's most beloved titles. In addition to the aforementioned Ratchet & Clank series, the studio developed the original Spyro the Dragon trilogy as well as the Resistance games. 
While most of Insomniac's output has been exclusive to PlayStation consoles, it has occasionally branched out onto other platforms, notably with Sunset Override on Xbox One and PC, which in a strange twist of fate, it seems Sony now owns Sunset Overdrive. Mm. Sequel or reboot, anyone? I'd gladly take. Um, did you try that out on the on the Xbox One? Sunset no. Override. It's good. It's good. I've watched quite a few yeah. gameplay of it, especially after Spider Man came, and I was like, "Yeah, what seeing... was that all about?" Mm-hmm. And I went back and looked at it and thought, "Yeah, that looks pretty cool." I think uh, at one point it was one of their games of the month uh, with the Xbox Live service, and I played it. It's good. Hmm. It's enjoyable. Um, Not better than Spider Man, they one presumes. No. No, that's sort of a next level up for them, I think. Hmm. Uh, on that subject, while on... Yes. While on the subject, <laughs> uh, it may be that we don't get any more Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. As Sony and Marvel... Uh, this is news, very fresh news today. Sony and Marvel, Disney can't agree on how to move forward. No doubt this is money-related, with Sony getting a share of any films Tom's been in, including the last two Avenger movies. And that's uh, One would imagine that's a, a slice of pie worth having. So, we don't really discuss movies too much on the show, but we'll just, just digress with that little bit of news. Um, He's been waiting months for this. Yeah. Let me talk about some films. Um, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> uh, we should just quickly say... Obviously, the Avengers films have done really well and they've managed to now secure the rights to X-Men and Fantastic Four. And it's almost like you've gained these, now you're losing Spider-Man. Um, and in this, uh, the new Avengers game, I think they're talking maybe we might see PS4 Spider-Man in there as well. So I don't know where that's going to complicate that. Maybe not, because they're sort of a different universe. But anyway... Yeah. Do you enjoy those new Spider-Man movies? And the Tom I, Holland, I know, the Tom I've, only, I've only seen the first Tom Holland one, and I've not yeah, seen. I've not seen the new one, no. And I've not seen the new one. I've not seen yeah. either of the last two Avengers movies that came. I thought out. Homecoming was quite good. His first one with Michael Keaton. As yeah, the I villain. enjoyed that. I, thought I it was like good Michael film. Keaton. He's good. He is really good. He's good in that as well. Um, um, we're going to hear from. Uh, a loyal listener next. Yes, the Barber Who Games and Sador Dono was. Uh, Decided he's going to co-sign this as well because he thinks it's absolutely what he would have said. And they say the news about Sony acquiring Insomniac Games was surprising. I figured they would be independent forever. Smiling emoji. It makes (laughs) sense in the long run, though. Sony and Insomniac have always been great together. Smiling emoji. Um, I think we'd second that, wouldn't we? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Barbaro Games says Don O'Doyle there. So we put an all-points bulletin out for Sir Don O'Doyle last week and... uh, He's let us know he's all right. He has, yeah. It's good That's of him. good. Good to hear. Panic over. We'll um, we'll move on with uh, on the subject of sort of superheroes. Oh, slicker than a greased weasel, Tom. Uh, wait, the Avengers finally showed up and showed themselves to the general public. Um, Marvel's Avengers exploded into E3 2019, but Crystal Dynamics and publisher Square Enix have kept the public showings of it strictly cinematic. We now have an 18-minute A-Day prologue mission gameplay trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, this new Avengers game has you taken control of the five main team members, Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, and Black Widow. The introductory stage uh, both sets the stage, introduces the mechanics of each character. Uh, Captain America is more of a brawler with his boomerang-style shield. Uh, Black Widow is a combination of melee and gunplay. Thor uses lightning attacks, Iron Man flies, and Hulk, of course, smashes. 
The trailer gives a look at all of them, including an extended boss, boss battle against Taskmaster uh, with you playing as Black Widow. We wonder if this will be enough to calm the fans who are clamouring for more details and gameplay. Marvel Avengers is coming to PC, PS4 and Xbox One on May 15th, 2020. Crystal Dynamics are receiving assistance from Edios Montreal, which is also working on the game as well. You say Edios. Edios. They say Idos. Idos. Mm. Uh, thank you for the correction. Well, just um, in case fans were wondering what we were talking about. But the what do you make of that game? Because I'm not impressed after seeing the gameplay so, footage again. I see. I saw the shaky game footage on oh, YouTube, yeah. um, which kind of always sets you up on a sour note. But then I watched this uh, this demo, uh, 18 minutes of gameplay, and I was really impressed. It looks a little bit linear, and from what we learned, they're taking like the Destiny route of there is going to be a story, but it's almost like a no an online world after that you know when i said to you the other week it's going to be like marvel ultimate alliance on the psp yeah i'm not going to be far wrong at this rate am i you're still not changing your opinion no that. Um, seven out of ten max they've remodeled the faces i noticed and i saw it seen that in various news articles um I've got no, to think the, the, Captain, the Captain America looks way better because before he looked really old. He looked way too old for sort of caps like a, a young, fresh-faced guy, Where did you get he? this from? Um, Last-minute news. No, but where do you get this opinion from? What opinion? Of how Captain America should or shouldn't look. Well, I've, I've the seen films. these Marvel films. Yeah. Like, there's so much more wealth of information out there about how Captain America looks. Um, you can't just draw down and say... I haven't got say, the best comic book knowledge, so to me... Maybe it's best you don't have an opinion on that. Because there it, might be... It's better that he's older. Because he's the leader. It depends in the story how long they've been around. If they're just, like, been together for a year, I it's a bit... I don't think they would do that, would they? And if they've only been together long as a year, they've had their, they've been around as their own entities for a while. That's what I take mm. from this. Like Captain America and Iron Man, they both feel quite assured in the roles. It's not like they're just getting used to it. Yeah. And this celebration at the start that gets interrupted by the bridge exploding and the reveal of the Taskmaster. Yeah. That's a celebration of them, isn't it? So yeah. they've been around a while. They've got, you know, when I saw the older character model, it was like, yeah, he's the leader. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. He used I see to be point, more yeah. mature. Yeah. Um. I think I haven't got a problem with the way they look either, um, as me and you have discussed with. I think when it was first shown, everyone was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be like the movie and all this sort of thing. And then it wasn't. Me and you were both like, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, does I know, it... but if they'd paid for the likenesses, they'd have had to either get them to voice them or get sound the likenesses, oh, yeah, which would have been definitely. And the game would be about $400. Well, look you at had the, to pay Downey Jr. Yeah. for his license and Steve Rogers and whoever I, else. I remember feeling the same when I first started look, starting to look at Spider-Man on the PS4 and thinking, oh, it's, it's not like the one, at least one of the actors. Oh. After finishing it, I'm like, that was one of the best Spider-Man stories and experiences I've, I've played through. Without a shadow seen. of a doubt. Um, so I really hope that pans Imagine out the that same for like Avengers. Imagine if that had been like Matt on Tobey Maguire's face. That game <laughs> would have stunk worse. Yeah. Truckload. It, 
dog do? I think they are better in their own universe now, looking at it in, as a bigger picture. Completely separate as yeah. well, because then yeah. as the franchise grows, they don't need to age or change these characters. They're literally locked in stone now if they want them yeah. to be. And also, like, licensing issues and problems with, like, oh, we can't get Scarlett Johansson this month because... Or this year for the next well, game. she wants another mill to do a yeah, voice Yeah, exactly. Before. So it, it's... Um, I think it's the right choice for them. And they're probably looking at the... The, the end game my my bigger issue with the game I have to admit is it looks ropey I know it's pre-alpha and all that oh I thought it looked quite impressive uh, like the animation no the, I didn't think it looked good it looked a bit glitchy the faces and the hair look very sort of last gen it's got a long way to go yet though hasn't it they, they've May. maybe got <laughs> it's not that long mm. six months yeah a bit longer maybe to I think I think they can do a lot in that time. Okay. Well, I'm ex- I'm I'm optimistic. Although I'd rather see a new Spider-Man game from Insomniac than this. Oh, I'm sure we'll get that as well. I, I mean, so. it'd be really nice if if they can tie them together and make them that new game in Marvel universe. You, the only problem with that is uh, yeah. I don't know if we've talked about this on air or not, but you're an Xbox player. Yeah, if you've got the game. You're playing the game. Someone comes up to you in the game and it's like, oh, this, this, this and this happened. You're like, oh, wow, that's great. It's an exclusive PS4 mission. Mm. Yeah. What do I get? I feel like maybe they could just put him in there and just be nice. Be nice, Sony. You're the bigger boys. Share your toys. Microsoft have made it quite clear last week they're not sharing their AAA titles. Anymore. Anymore. Um, anyway. Yeah, that's a good point. We've done that to death? Should yeah. Uh, there, there, one more thing. Taskmaster, I hope he's not like the the full villain for the Avengers game. I hope there's maybe a sort of a think, bigger bad in yeah, there. Yeah, there will be. Yeah. I think that's just like a... Yeah. It's a tutorial level, so it's a tutorial <laughs> level bad guy, isn't it? Yeah. Let's hope so anyway. Sega finally shows us that triple that triple A game and it's humankind. Tom, RTS news. You in your RTS onesie there, dressed as <laughs> Napoleon. Uh, you didn't want to read this out, so I will. You're expecting another visit to the back catalogue, but we will take this. Seems Sega and developer Amplitude Studio fancy a go at Civ's crown. And they have? Do they have what it takes? Can this new game, which is very refreshing to see, hold a candle to the granddaddy of them all? Actually, Sega has had a knack of backing great strategy games, so there's every good reason for getting excited as we find out more. Basically, you can control human factions, i.e. Egyptians. As an example, as you progress, you incorporate ideas and technologies from other growing cultures, such as Viking or Roman. As the game time moves forward, adapt and absorb or resist and fight. Cool concept, Tom. I know it's not Battle for Middle-Earth 3, (laughs) but... uh, Still a cool looking game. You being the resident RTS guy, sat there in your Hitler onesie, <laughs> strategic genius that you are. I've changed many onesies this this show. Pol Pot onesie. Yeah. Quick I'm change like... artist extraordinaire. Yeah. <laughs> like a a um a Broadway diva. I have to change outfit every every problem. First part of that sentence was absolutely correct, hundred percent. The second part, I'm not so sure. <laughs> We're rambling. What um, do you make of that? Yeah. You excited? I, I like a strategy game, but that Sega news that we discussed of like, yeah, they've got a, a AAA title coming. I just wanted to see something different. 
And I don't even know what, yeah. Like I say, I'm glad Something very arcadey, like old... Oh, you wanted to go into the back catalogue? No, not not back catalogue. Just in that style. Why? I don't know, because... This is the guy who won't play a Gen Again console because it's old. (laughs) Wants Sega to bring out a game that looks like it's on the Mega Drive? Why? No, probably more like the Dreamcast era, like a a crazy taxi jet set radio. Um, We've got those. I don't mean those in particular. I'm talking about this that era of game. Hmm. There's something about it. The blue skies. Yeah, probably so. I don't know. I just expected something different. And I'm a strategy fan. And I he like claims Civ. to be, listeners, but, you know, mm. he's never played Civ in his life. Well, speaking of other Sega franchises... <laughs> Eslo and Midna yes. is uh, been New in touch again. Loyal fan. Uh, he's got this this to offer. Um, I don't know if it was from the last seven days or maybe a few earlier, but I'm pleased to hear that a remaster of Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz is on the way. Uh, specifically that we're getting a Switch version. It's not a new game, nor is it the best game from the franchise, but it does mean that Sega haven't forgotten about the Monkey Ball series. I'll be picking this up on day one. Of release? Yeah. And hoping that sales would be good enough to prompt Sega to give us a new title too. I think it'd be good if um, they rev- revisited that. They could. Pro- I don't know whether the new one's going to use the switch motion controls, and obviously you could do that with a PS4 as well. I suppose. You, yeah, with um, the, just with yeah. the DualShock controller. I I got Super Monkey Ball on the GameCube as a launch title, and uh, I was quite, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got that, Luigi's Mansion, Wave Race, and um, Rogue Squadron. You must have been Mumsy's favourite boy that day. You had every launch That game. was the period in life where I went from education to work, and I was like, all of a sudden, I've got a lot of disposable income. going to treat myself to a proper launch day experience. 500 quid's worth of launch day experience, I, I know. imagine. Yeah. Uh, two controllers, memory cards. So back to... Uh, Midner and Ezra's point there that's his favourite bit of news I'm I'm going to break it down to you as like I'm not overly excited about a remake of a Wii game uh, from a decent enough franchise I'll give have you have you that. played Monkey Ball? you must have done you're a Sega man ask me another question uh, I messaged you uh, while watching Gamescon about this next title and uh, you said you'd you'd heard of the first one but I've never heard of it I was a little disappointed as I watched the trailer and I was like, you're going to be so hyped for this because I know you love thing, all things space. And, Why don't you read this spaceships. out? I will, I will. <laughs> Building the anticipation. You've kind of overboiled it now. Uh, Those eggs are done. All that NASA stuff a couple of months ago must have influenced Kerbal Space, is that correct? Kerbal Space Kerbal 2. Kerbal Space 2. That's how it's pronounced. Um, George was super into all things NASA a couple of months ago. And uh, developers Star Theory and Private Division have all but confirmed their listenership of the show. (laughs) (laughs) With the exciting news that they are working on a very much improved sequel who says this show isn't inspiring and driving gaming in general. Are you saying that? Uh, Well, who's saying that? Daddy Zilla's saying that. He is. Yeah. Uh, Taking the foundations of the original and tweaking and refining all aspects means fans frustrated at the lack of refinement on the original... Have something to get excited for coming to arrival on PS4, Xbox, and PC in 2020. 
More details as they arrive, but it sounds like the time interstellar travel and space colony building is on the menu. Yeah, so this time it's a slightly bigger game. I've done some research on this, oh, and okay. I've watched a couple of playthroughs of the original Kerbal Space, um, which is very much locked in, from what I can understand, locked in our solar system, so like Junis to Mars, the Moon, Venus, Mercury, all planets within our solar system apply within. Um, and you sort of build your rocket, which launches your vehicle into space that carries the Kerbals. Yeah. Then you... Obviously, you design all this. You get given the mission parameters, like we need to get a Kerbal to the moon. So you build a rocket capable of getting outside of Earth's gravity, then slingshotting around the moon, dropping a Kerbal down, getting the Kerbal back up, and then back to Earth. It's actually quite a detailed game. It sounds silly, and it yeah. looks silly at times, but the physics and the technology behind this are actually very, very, very cool. Yeah. In fact, on YouTube, one of the things I watched was a real NASA engineer yeah. uses Kerbal space, not for anything to design the next yeah. evolution of NASA ship, don't <laughs> panic, but he's uh, down there and he was using it just as an example of, and he thought it was an actually a really great game. He tried to land a, a rover on Mars, which was right. his job yeah. in, in, real in life. the infrastructure. Yeah. Wow. So he had to build this ship and then he had to build the capsule which held the rover. Then he had to decide like when the rover's parachute deployed and how it and you know, very if you wanted to, you could scrape back some very deep layers in this game. Oh, it's very technical. Yeah, though. and, and the, but the graphics looked a bit ropey dope. Right. And I think the fans have alluded to that when yeah. they've said that, oh, the refinement's not very good and I bought this to PlayStation 4 and you haven't changed it, you haven't refined the controls. Well they've been busy making the second one. And judging by that graphic, the yeah, graphics in that very launch trailer, the trailer yeah. it looks incredible. Mm. Most impressive. As No Man's Sky has proven, Tom, spacescapes can be some of the most beautiful things to look at in gaming. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, I remember looking out of the window on the Mass Effect ship, I think, and thinking, wow, that's cool. Is that Has that been mentioned enough now to qualify? For the Tombola? Yeah. Not quite. I was we'll feeling like the Zillas have won a meat hamper. <laughs> For yeah. the mentions of Mass Effect yeah, series. Yeah, I think they deserve it. Daddy oh, Zilla, Mummy Zilla, Devin yeah. Zilla. Big box of meat. Couldn't pick it up quickly. No postage, unfortunately. And it, it's, it's probably gone off. So Yeah, just, airmail is going to be yeah, not Microwave it and maybe feed only Devin Zilla half of it in case he yeah. gets food poisoning or something. Uh, what do you think <laughs> of that? Are you going to get that? Um... No, no, I don't. I don't think so. Because you might get that. You will be getting that. You're the spaceman. Might do. Let's see how it lands and how the reviews work out. I've been very, very close to picking up the first one a couple of times. I would. I think you should wait then. And the graphical improvements and the other bits and bobs, the nice to haves that have allegedly been implemented in this sequel. I might get it. Mm. I might get it. Yes. Uh, right, next bit of news. Shall I take this? Yeah. Passes the wheel, then I'll drive the show for half a minute. Go for Here it. Here we go. Gears finally shows, shifts things up. Tell you what, it's been mentally exhausting coming up with these one-liners. <laughs> uh, getting itself a new trailer is Gears of War 5's campaign mode. Some footage of gameplay in there, but nothing to really write home about yet. Looks great, though. Uh, we also saw the Horde... Uh, Script writers put cottage there, but I think the word he's looking for is footage, which is looking <laughs> frantic and frenetic with the ability to prep an area, then defend it against the Horde. We also found out that Halo Reach characters will be getting playable cameos in the Horde mode and other multiplayer sections. Um, Tom, Gears 5, what do you make of all that malarkey? 
I'm a little bit sad I'll not get to play that with not having an Xbox, but it's going to be get, something... Why don't we draw down Lord Ponsonbury? How much is a discless Xbox One S? Well, that's a good question. I think they're about £200, is it? I thought they were £150. They can't be that cheap. Well, listeners, tell us. And uh, it might be Tom's lucky day. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's looking good. Uh, nice to see the Horde so mode if, return. If, uh, Father Christmas, a.k.a. Lord Ponselbury, yeah, dropped one of those down the end of your bed tomorrow morning. I would be a happy man. Would you? Mm, while Gears fires out, but then <laughs> it would just become a... Don't you... A media streaming device. Dare. Say sorry, Mr. Gates. Sorry, Mr. Gates. Sir Spencer. Sir, Sir, Spencer. Sir Phil Spencer as Sir well. Sir Phil Spencer. Yeah, I've knighted him just to make up as an apology for what you oh, said right. last week. <laughs> They've got the scruples on you, haven't they? On you? They've warned Ooh. me that this is not tolerable anymore. Phil Spencer's a family man. Is he? Yes. He's not oh. Mr. Epstein's black book, that's for sure. <laughs> um, so those... Return to the Gears universe. Did you see the trailer? Yep, I've watched the story trailer. I d- I'm not overly what taken... What do you reckon about that kite skiing? Oh, that looked cool. Yeah, but what quite an interesting... gameplay functionality did that offer? Because she was getting towed behind a vehicle. Kind of makes the kite a bit redundant, I thought. Sometimes they have this idea that the the world is it's almost like a Mad Max-style thing, and then other times they've had, like, quite very high-tech vehicles. Mm. It's a strange mix. I know in 4 you had the big walker that we saw again in the gameplay, tra- in the story trailer. Yeah. I think uh, Cole is is in it, and he's beating up a a, um, a locust creature. Well remembered. You look like yeah. you're searching. There I was. For him, yeah, it? yeah. Um, no, I mean the, the the Gears trilogy, the first one on Xbox 360 is one of my favourites. Um, but I was a little disappointed with four. It mm. didn't feel like that big enough change. Four, I think, is the only one I haven't played. Yeah. Um, but they've got some new characters mixed in with the old ones. It's almost, I'll tell you what it reminds me of, like with that, is the Star Wars um, chucking in Luke or Han into yeah. what we say are characters who deserve their own films. Because mm-hmm. we don't, they get overshadowed. And it, I'll tell you what else it's like. He's pointing, listeners, so pointing, he's serious, spitting serious. facts right now. You know, when they're trying to put over a wrestler. Right. And they just get squashed by someone like Hulk Hogan. It's like... Why put him up there yeah. to crush him? Yeah, exactly. Because he's crushed everyone in the yeah, Federation to this point, and now like, you crush him, it looks looks weak. Don't get me wrong, we all wanted to see Marcus Phoenix back in the Gears games, but you've you've started out as his son in the, in the fourth game and uh, his friends. Um, so bring him back, but not in too big a way that they're just making you look at the new characters going, I don't I'm not really interested in them. So to just decipher all that to the law for the law listeners, are you excited, yes or no? Yeah, I'll I'll watch a gameplay stream yeah, of that. Okay. I'll, yeah, I'll watch down, someone play through that. I bored down your comments much like yeah. sugar to jam. And uh, <laughs> I didn't come up with that answer, so I'm glad you steered us straight. Uh, we've got another roving reporter about and getting Who's all these news there? stories. Who's got the word press tucked in his pork pie hat today? It's Doogie McBain. <laughs> now this one uh, made me chuckle actually. This little um, this little comment I thought it was very good. Uh, I like the news that 
a boy uh, whose mum smashed up his Xbox for playing Fortnite too much went on to win £900,000 at the World Championships. Way to get one over on your mum. He might. He says he might use this as an example on his wife so I can get more into more gaming time. What does he want his wife to do? <laughs> Smash his Xbox up first? <laughs> and then he suddenly becomes a Fortnite god and wins do you lots remain? of money. We're confused. <laughs> No, I like I like that. It's a it's a cool story, and I, I, we must have missed that this week. So thanks for uh, uh, being think, the new town for that um, one. It's referring to a story from a few months or a couple of weeks ago, right? Where that lad had won the the Fortnite yeah championship. championship. It transpires he had some skeletons in his closet oh, on his way it. to gaming fortune because his mum smashed his Xbox up or yeah his let's Xbox just, playing it too much. Let's just talk about it for a minute. That is a lot of money. To win? Yeah. I equally think it's a lot of money for mum to smash up her games console. <laughs> a bit disrespectful. Yeah. Is that how you teach him respect or mm. does he have to unlock it by being a good lad? You know, there's there's other ways to... Maybe the 900,000 is just, he's lost it already because that's how much he owes his mum from getting all the skins and the packs and season passes on Fortnite. Oh my goodness, so you saying he's bought every emote? <laughs> yeah. He's done, the, he's done the job lot. £900,000 game, that. <laughs> to fully unlock. English boy. Ultimate edition. English boy makes it through to the final of the Fortnite Championship, wins 50p. <laughs> after paying for skins and unlockables and hammers. <laughs> uh, I'll take this next bit of news. Go for Stadia it. shows it's got what it takes to hang with the bigger boys. Look, Stadia is a grower. Not a shower, okay? Stadia turned, <laughs> uh, Stadia turned up at Gamescom, where once again showcasing its platform and games. This time, heads turned as they've gotten hold of Cyberpunk 2077, uh, the game that I normally can't pronounce, but this week, well done. seemingly teetotal for two days before the for show. I pulled it out of the bag. And now I can take my drink shakes and uh, knock myself clean out. They also went on to confirm Samurai Showdown, Doom Eternal, and the mighty Mortal Kombat 11. Now, Tom, let me throw this conundrum at you. Is this latest list enough to tempt you next gen, or now, considerably more affordable than the likes of the next Xbox and PlayStation, when it time comes to make an upgrade, will it make sense to go Stadia? Um, now, it's... we've not thought of it through, let's bring in the lens. Question. Let's imagine for a moment that the Xbox Next, whatever they're going to call it, yeah. Xbox Brian probably, based on their uh, name in history so far, and the PlayStation 5, which we've been pretty confident that's what they're going to call it. Let's say they're £400 each. Yeah. $400 respectively. 400 Australian US dollars. But the Stadia, as we know, I think the max price it's going to be is about £50, £100. Really? Hmm. Oh, look, mm. all of a sudden, the eyebrows have left his face and they're stuck on his ceiling. <laughs> Let's bring them down and reattach them surgically to Tom's forehead and ask no, him. No, I'll say this straight away. It's not going to have the exclusives that I'm going to want to play on the PS5. Cyberpunk 2077? That's a big score for them. Good, good on you. What um, if they can make the claim that it looks better there than anywhere else? I'll be like... How good your internet connection, though? It might look good on your mate's internet connection who's got the best connection going, but you get yours home, and you're like, 
got the dial up mm. and then it doesn't look great. Mm. So again, that but is, is the that, problem with is that streaming. worth four hundred pounds? Depends how big a difference it is. It's top of the show, Tom. I, th- you told I think me there's I think there's a market there. Top for of them. the show. You told me can't really afford the games anymore. Yeah, what if but... Stadia with its monthly pass of games allowed you to dip in and out such titles as the new Assassin's Creed, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, Doom Eternal. So how are they working these games? Are, are they gonna be like rentals? As far as I can understand, you yeah. pay X a month like Netflix. And you oh, access, sorry, I see, yeah, yeah. And you, you have, have access, access to, to these games. All. Yeah. As far as I'm aware, once they've gone to Stadia, they stay with Stadia. So you get a console Stadia controller in five years' time, you can still play Cyberpunk. Well, as we've discussed before, we're fans of the physical games as well. Although you look around at the... We're in Tom's side of the bunker this week. We are. The mediocre <laughs> selection of games. Two games, a skull that's a candle holder, and a yoga mat. That's <laughs> all that's in here. <laughs> um, yeah. The, the collection of my Switch and PS4 games is not And a amazing. photocopied picture. I feel like if I put my Switch collection on, Ozcat would be... No longer a fan of the show. Oscat would ask you who the resident Nintendo expert was, because it certainly wouldn't be you. Mm. He would we get distracted, Tom. Yeah. Let's boil this down. That's when you start to think of it now through the lens of the new consoles upgrading. When we That's were a really good point, yeah, with PS4 yeah. and Xbox One, yeah, Stadia seemed like a joke. Mm-hmm. But come next gen, Stadia is going to seem like a really affordable way of playing the best and biggest games. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see where they can acquire any studios as well. I think they might have done might have got some smaller ones. Well, do they need to at this rate? If they can be the third party baby. Yeah. I don't know why I called them the baby, but you know, sounded cool at the time. Now it sounds like the sort of thing your dad would say. <laughs> Tom, coming up, let's move on swiftly. Switch for a spot of tourism. Surprising everybody with its beauty and intrigue, Indie Gem the Tourist heads to the Switch for November time, just in time for when the nights draw in and you want to see the sun again. Taking place on a gorgeous island with a great 3D art style, uh, this Zelda-like come holiday sim has us really intrigued with its deep caves, puzzles, arcades and more, so keep tuned for more updates as we get them. Now this, I was quite excited when I watched it. So it looked really cool. Good. I, I reckon you... I've seen the trailer. I think you like it, and I'm. I I've think not you know you. I like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that bit where all the different things you can do. The one thing that sold it to me. Yeah. The picture of the tailspin plane. Yeah. On the on the island. Yeah. And the camera zooms out. The way mm. they like the weeds had overgrown it with that graphical style. Yeah. The way it was represented with the graphical style. It's, it's like sold. a three D pixel art, isn't it? Mm. That's the way I could describe it. Yeah, I'm interested to see what that's like. That's cool. Uh, it, I like the it, bit where, me, you could, where he goes like deep sea diving. Yeah. Um, and he gets like grabbed he, by a tentacle. He was in an arcade machine as well. Oh, yeah. There's lots to yeah. this. There's lots to this. I think that could be really good uh, and definitely one to keep an eye out for. So that's the tourist. Um, is, is that it, exclusive? Is it, I don't think it is. It was in the Nindis showcase, but I think I it is coming to I got the impression that it was an exclusive. We will have to look into that. 
We'll do some research and come yeah. back to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, I thought this looked great. And I thought the art style was reminiscent about something that I know and you know is in Stingray's boot, Rad. Mm, Had yeah. that flavour to it. Yeah. And I was pleasantly surprised by this game. I think there's probably more to do in the in the Taurus game as well. From the looks of the trailer. As um, in side activities. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, I agree. Yeah. Definitely want to look out. Another bit of Switch news. Why Do you want to take that one because you're a fan of these games? I will, actually, yes. Switch joins the Shooty Bang Kill Gun Game Club. (laughs) Uh, Worth noting that two great games, Super Hot and Hotline Miami Collection, are seemingly now available for Ninty's handheld come home console. Not the usual place to find games like these, but we know from experience Hotline Miami is awesome as a handheld game. As we can testify, as it's never left and still lives on the bunkers, rather beaten but surviving Vita. Uh, it'd be great to see Super Hot get more traction too, as it's a really great game. Hotline Miami, Tom, played it? No. Okay, let me tell you how awesome it is. Again. Again. Uh, I've only Hotline played... Miami. Um, who are we going to pick out? No, Xbox, actually, Xbox Podder. Say sorry, because compared, like compared to the wealth of Red Dead, God of War, and whatever God Elf else watch nonsense that you talk about on a weekly basis, Hotline Miami's probably had two mentions. <laughs> I'm dragged I'm up and, I'm, I'm dragged up to the top of the Aztec mountain and slaughtered. We've got all these prizes to give away, though. Slow down. They're meant to last a whole year. I've got a Christmas hamper in the back. Well, Lord Ponsonbury wants them to go... 1997. He wants them to go in December. He doesn't want them okay. to go now. Right. <laughs> He's trying to slow down with the raffle prizes. Slow down. Chew your food. Um, Hotline Miami, great game. I'd recommend to you. A it's like game. a top-down GTA, isn't it? The old GTAs. Oh, why don't you just call it Sleeping Dogs? <laughs> it's nothing like any of that. Hotline Miami, you're That's confusing idea, though, that with the other game that I was playing. Which one was that? Shakedown Hawaii. Um, oh, yes, he says. I am awfully sorry. I am so sorry. Hotline Miami <laughs> is more like you're a hitman and you get given some top-down rooms to... Basically, you pull up outside and you've been given a job. You have shown me this, haven't you? Because is it the one where you die and then you kind of learn... The patterns of the way the you baddies kind of, are. In yeah, the exactly. Yeah. I, the, the idea of it, it might just be the way I play it because I'm terrible. <laughs> but the the idea of I feel is that you've got to, you just got to rush in and go for it. Yeah. And then you, as you learn, as you go through, you're like, okay, well, if I if I rush that door, mate, he's there and he'll get me every time. So there's very different ways of going through. But once you nail it, yeah, the controls and everything feel great. The pick up and play aspect of it just lends itself to handheld so well. For this to have made its way to the Switch, brilliant game for travelling. Okay. Brilliant game. If you're like in between trains and up and down on planes... I wish sometimes there was more demos of stuff on the the eShop and, and on the PS Store. We do get, we still do get them, don't we? Mm, but not it's like... Not like back in the day. Well, I think it was part of the um, ecosystem. It was mandated in there. I know by PlayStation, yeah. for definite, that... If you're bringing the game to our platform, it needs to have a demo for them to try before they sink them on the other. Okay. That's kind of been washed over now. And we yeah. don't really see demos like we used to. Um, there was something I was going to say about that game. Uh, oh, it's meant to have a very good uh, 80s synth soundtrack. Is that correct? I've yes. heard a lot about that. 
I'm nodding. For the listeners, that's me saying yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't think Correct. physical uh, agreement really works out that well on a podcast. Yeah. Tom, next bit of news. Feel we- free to censor this down to a level you think is acceptable. We won't be the first to say it, and we won't be the last. Is Kojima taking the P? P. <laughs> I think P was fine, but I think when you double PP, it sounds a little bit more childish. Yeah. So. Is he taking the P? Grateful as always for more info on the game inbound for February. November. Oh. You let yourself go again on the green screen, don't you? I have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the game's inbound for November. We need... Uh, we end up finding out. Norman Reedus, a.k.a. Sam. Uh, he was actually urinating. Wow, Jeff Keighley seems to uh, be a fan of write the theme tune, sing the theme tune as he appears in the game too. Is this not all getting a bit too much? Either way, woken from sleep, Sam urinates, delivers a parcel and falls off a cliff before comforting a baby, then falling some more. Man, that's a strange sentence to write and say. Yeah. <laughs> Don't think you'll ever get the chance to write a sentence like that again no. as long as you live. Uh, fortunately for those dying to know more, it sounds like director Hideo Kojima has something up his sleeve. He's announced on Twitter that an exclusive trailer titled Briefing will be shown at Sony's GameCon booth this week. It explains what Sam, the player, will be doing in the game, and I think you'll understand the more concrete purpose of the game, writes Kojima. Finally, he pulls back the veil. Apparently, at some point in time between now and the end of Gamescom, a trailer's going to drop that actually shows us what the hell this game's actually all about. I'm going to take a stab in the dark and say you're transporting this baby across one side of the US to the other um, in terms of... This is not right. ...hoping to... to, um, Bring about new life. Do you know what these babies are called? No. These babies are called bridge babies. Bridge babies. And oh, because he works for like bridge, doesn't he? And that's like the like the, the acronym but for. If um, you've watched a lot of the trailers, yeah, it seems like he mentioned in one of his tweets that the stranding aspect was kind of bared more relevance to when dolphins and whales strand themselves on a beach, confused and lost. Right. And we've seen these snapshots of different times. Yeah. World War Two, and other periods in time I think as Vietnam well. Vietnam was on there as well, possibly. And um, it's, it's almost like the emotions of the human beings in these wars and other bits and bobs are sort of stranded vestiges of human society out there somewhere. Yeah. And like these sort of ghost beings sort of living oh, okay. between these realms. These bridge babies are the way of crossing these bridges. Yeah. That's my take on it. I might be completely wrong. That sounds more correct than my hocus pocus. I came going on a road trip. Yeah, you know, days gone, but with a baby in the boot. (laughs) Don't know why it's my. It's not quite Kojima, is it? That one. Not quite. Um, Road to thinner me. He says uh, Jeff Keighley got a pine death stranding gold. Luffy emoji. Man, a few words, but exquisitely put. Um, Road to Thin and Me, keep going. We both enjoy your journey on Insta, so keep yeah, it going. Keep Strong. at it. Keep at it. Yep. Um, now, Comic Pictures 79. Who do you want me... Shall we take this... Shall we pick this up? This is the first play of the Instagram message board. Who do you want to be? Comic Pictures or Finster Gamer? I'll take Finster. Oh. You don't like to put the miles on the old voice, so I'll do the bulk of the legwork here. 
So Comic Pictures 79, which is the AKA of Adam the Artist, couldn't help himself but to throw down some Kojima comments. Okay, this is going to be seriously unpopular, he says, but I'm tired of hearing about bloody Kojima. Sorry, mate, your game looks stupid. Like every game <laughs> you've made since MGS. Bold words. Bold there words. From, uh, uh, what have you got to say over there, Finster Gamer? Uh, Death Stranding looks a bit poo. Every single bodily fluid been trotted out to describe this game today. People literally cheering at Norman Reedus relieving himself. I'm looking forward to seeing how the Avengers game turns out, though, on release. Uh, and he hopes it isn't a massive flop. Mm, anyway, swinging back to Comic Pictures 79, a.k.a. Adam the Artist, over on Etsy forward slash Comic Pictures No Space. To be fair, Sons of Liberty was all right to play, but that's when his world, building and storycraft, started to get seriously off the rails. I'm not saying his games are bad, they're just stupid, and I personally can't be bothered with them. I realise it's going to get 10 out of 10, Game of the Year contender and all that rubbish, but I just can't bring myself to care. He goes on to say, Let's be honest, people have been peeing in the same place as each other for years, and apart from at the train station where it's 20p, haven't had to pay £60 for the privilege. But to hear you say, if the whole community wees in the same place, we'll get something. What like? A pat on the back? And well done for not leaving a slippy puddle on the floor next to the urinal. Please, there's actually proper games out there that serve some of the spotlight that this utter tripe is hogging. Vince the Gamer returns with Haha, Kojima Pissing Simulator 2019. (laughs) (laughs) This is is like a... Hopefully some of the fans are thinking this seems like a good place to hang out, not just this. But, you know, I think think they're getting the Yeah, we want to say come and join in on the chats on uh, the Instagram page and get involved with the show. And and, uh, that's the only way we're going to help build the community. Yeah, and once again we say this. If you check... Every person we seem to mention follows every person we've previously mentioned. Yeah, so, so it's the community builds, and they're all making friends. As just like Death Stranding, all linking together. Shit <sighs> on this script, it's beautiful. It's like a work of genius. Anyway, Comic Pictures seventy nine says rant over, laughing emoji. Obviously, I'm not looking to be considered for submission of the month for that. <sighs> that would be very. That would be very bold. Anyway, suspicious activity. As always, Tom, we're the slickest mediocre podcast in the business um and that brings us to the point of talking of submission of the month uh, and you thought we'd forgotten dear listener how very dare you we just needed a slick moment to award it and here we are the winner for submission of the month last month goes to odders uk for his comments Whey. on the physical versus digital episode so he's our congratulations winner odders uk on the show uh well deserved and we'll drop you a DM, letting you know how to claim. And we'll get the ball rolling with the art of your choice from Adam the Artist. Now, you can either pick an unofficial controller podcast drawing, or more likely... <laughs> One um, of the cooler art pieces. Yes, of the more established geek culture icons out there. Yeah. Uh, although... The One ra- day, Stingray will stack up against Wolverine, Leonardo. Tom, he would own them. He would in a fight, really, wouldn't he? Wolverine, he'd slap him like a twig. <laughs> this guy deals with Federation against body regen. Body regen, no problem for Stingray. No, you just have a vape. <laughs> <laughs> so, well done, Odders. Um, I think, you know, looking back through that, Tom, it was not easy. The level of submission that we've always had has been top notch. And when we said we were auditioning out a prize... Everyone brought their A-plus game, and it made it a lot harder for us to pick. Yeah, there's been some great submissions yeah. over the past month, and uh, 
thanks everyone for all your input. It's always greatly received and uh, helps build the show. Um, and do you know what I'd say well to everyone honest. else out there? Thank you for contributing. Dry the tears. Get your pen and pencil out. Because the game's back on. Four weeks from now, there'll be another prize. Excellent. Unlike you, Tom, I've cleared my yard arm and made sure I've got enough cash in the bank to cash this cheque. Come four weeks from now when another listener wins a picture of Wolverine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Here's another bit of news. You look like you're from Japan. And your appearance makes me think you slept rough in a cave for 20 years. <laughs> we play on words from a soundbite from the Shenmue trailer. We've got another Shenmue trailer today, if you're interested, and it showcases more of the distractions and activities, as well as a first look at the arena, a place to hone your martial arts. Keep your eyes peeled as we await this game's now imminent November release. Are you giddy about that? <sighs> Not as much as I feel there should be. There's a I lot think, out in November well, I as well. actually think by the time I get to November, I'll be so Japaned out. You'll just be like, no. I'm not, I don't want to drink another fizz. I don't want to drink another but fake it's set in. it's set in China, though. And much like the top of the show, I can't seemingly tell the difference between any of them. <laughs> uh, I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm going to buy it. We know this. Yeah. You're going to buy it. The are- we know this. The arena fighting, like back in the day, the fighting looked awesome. But now when he likes almost slides across in that like yeah. shuffle style. And For me I, I as well, I, I don't feel like in the original games. When you made, a bit more punchy, didn't it? Like yeah. It had some meat behind It had some gravitas, didn't yeah. it? Like when he hit someone, it was like, yeah. In this yeah. one, it just seems like he's like, tickle, tickle, tickle. Fool. Tickle, See tickle, that like guy... It's so long ago since I played it. The one with the like the blue rag coat. And oh he's a yes, bit like a yeah. moves a bit like a monkey. Yeah, he's back. I saw, yeah, he's in the trailer, isn't he? Yeah, that looks cool. Um, I still hold hope that it'll be quite good. Are you going to play that um, with <sighs> the English voice acting, or are you going to play ah, that with no, the Japanese subtitles? Good point. After watching the trailer today, I was a bit like, hmm. It seems weird because the English voice is obviously in the first one. Yeah, but not in two. In two, I kind of just got used to the the sub reading the subtitles. But his and, voice, I yeah. can't remember the guy's name, but it's like synonymous now, isn't it? Yeah. I th- I think I was thinking when I was watching the trailer, it actually jumped on me because obviously I play Yakuza yeah. with Japanese and the, the subtitles. But I do miss that because if you look down from the screen, you miss big chunks of dialogue. Yeah, I think I'll go with English. I think if it's not too long, yeah, and that's the big surprise we don't know yet it might end up being mm. two hours long <laughs> if it is I can see multiple playthroughs for me yeah good point there's, a, there's always a lot of side activities as mentioned in that bit of news so probably yeah well did you see some of the side activities like those little arcade games and stuff did you yeah. see the one um, that was a rolling road with a car yeah with a car yeah do your history I think Sega Lord X has done a video on Sega's history with the rolling road games oh. and it goes all the way back and that's a homage to one of the rolling road right. games they had yeah pre sort of digital rolling backgrounds that we get now so how we need to do the math here if we can what year take your shocks off yeah, what? Yeah, I need all my fingers and toes. Shenmue one, I think and we might two need like as well. In, are they set in 1984? I can't remember. Honestly, they're set in the 80s, aren't they? Yes. 
So we're not going to have moved on much from e that. Four eighty five so, seems to hit him. Hit so he's him. not going to be pulling out a smartphone or anything, is he? No, 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 no. Although it's been twenty years for us, Tom. Literally, no time yeah. has passed for Rio in that case. He's still got the same coat. Yeah, he's yeah. He's not got any facial hair at all. Time Nothing's has stood changed. still. Time literally stood still. Um, a little bit more, sort of keeping it Sega. Lots of Sega news. Sega has been busy on the streets. That's right, folks. Sega has been working on Streets Rage Four and has revealed its newest character, Cherry Hunter. Mm, I wanted to type Terry Cherry Blossom earlier. I couldn't <laughs> stop myself. Cherry Hunter is the daughter of Adam Hunter from the original Streets of Rage. Trained by her father and Axel, Cherry learned self-defense from a young age. Her interest uh, in following in her father's footsteps and becoming a cop soon faded out, replaced by her love of music. Nowadays, she plays with her electro-progressive rock band in some of the most dangerous places in Wood Oak City. She may look young, but make no mistake, she is a seasoned veteran of kicking ass and taking names. Sega also took the time to confirm the platforms for Streets of Rage 4 today. The game is coming to Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Windows PC and Xbox One. Streets of Rage 4 does not have an announced release date. Um, I did hear it's going to be 2020, so it's not coming this year, which I was slightly disappointed about. I thought they were a bit closer to release. Than... Let's let's have a chat about that game. Yeah. Um, this art style, I wouldn't mind it so much if it hadn't redone all... In this trailer today for her... Yeah. I saw all of the levels from the previous games redrawn in this I did. art style. I think they're got. similar settings, but I don't know whether they're going to be the same places. There's definitely the same baddies. Like Fight they're... on the bridge? Yeah. There's going to be... I think they'll mix it up a bit. I really like the art style. It has grown on me. It's, um, it's growing further more displeasing to me. Do you not like it? No, not at all. I feel like the new character is going to be very much like the skate of... Um, well, I think this... I think, personally... So there's a silhouette... I'm getting off the fence here. This character's a box-ticking exercise. You think? Mm. Mm. I see there's one more character be revealed, because there's like a silhouette. He looks like he's got like a robot arm. He might even be fully robot, like the guy in 3. Um, oh, God, yeah. Oh, God. Now... It's good to see Axel and Blaze back, but would you have rather seen Axel, Blaze, and maybe Max and Adam Hunter from the first one? I or something thought like about that? this. I'd rather that they just didn't bother with this game. Oh no! It doesn't even look like his part. Like it's just so Mickey Mouse. Oh, I think it looks good. Any other game? Any other game that had sixteen-bit roots and it rocked up with a sixteen-bit like game? You'd be ripping apart. What, saying it's old, I don't want to play this old stuff anymore. And this Java-like game, it looks like someone off iOS, all these like drawn models jumping around in front of hand-drawn backgrounds. It's boring. I think if you look at I think if you see it in person, you might feel different. No. no. It's on principle now, I'll die on this. I'm not hyped for this. Well, me and you are playing it through, as we've done all Streets of Rage games. Hmm. <laughs> We've definitely done two and one. Let me let me quash this nonsense with this next bit of news. Leaping and leaking into Mortal Kombat 11. The combat pack includes six characters. Chang Chung and Nightwolf are out now. So if uh, Mortal Kombat fans have no idea what I'm talking about, it's probably because I pronounced it wrongly. Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung. Oh. You're Shang-Sung. having a go. Shang Tsung. Yep. It's Shang Tsung. I'm glad definitely. you popped up and had a go at that. 
<laughs> Sadly for the developer, <laughs> but excellent news for us excited fans comes in the addition of the T-800 from Terminator with Governor Schwarzenegger's likeness. Spawn and Sindel, and annoyingly looking like he's been made by the work experience boy, <laughs> Joker from Batman. What's that character model all about? I've not seen him, but I kind of saw a very quick, screenshot of like all those DLC characters lined up and I was like is that the Joker and then I didn't think anything of it and now I'm going to know I'm going to have to go and have a look dude, at that dude it looks like the Joker from Smackdown 2 on the Playstation <laughs> 1's Create Suite it is terrible how you know especially when um, the T-800 looks great there's like edges of greying hair it looks exactly like Arnold himself I don't know why they yeah. didn't use his younger self but they've used, used yeah. his self from now and it looks incredible um, spawn, spawn, spot him a mile off. Um, I don't know who these other people are. It's probably all Mortal Kombat tap, but the Joker. You get, you mm. get, you get the rights to an iconic character like that who's been in Injustice, so they've got the character model, have they not? Yeah, I need to. They check. make this I'll have, game. I'll have don't to they? check. Yeah, I'll have to check him out and see whether he is the character model from Injustice because I always thought he looked better in Injustice One compared to two but i will have a look at that if you think he looked okay in those games this yeah. is not the character <laughs> model from this from this this is a different one it looks terrible okay um it's like come in you've got the job but i've i've i'm i'm, I'm here for the cleaning role don't worry sit down you're going to do the dlc I, characters i always get tempted to um to buy the mortal kombat games because i really enjoyed the injustice games i think they make a really good beat-em-up don't do it to yourself why I haven't bought a fighting game in a while just because every time I get it, I feel like if I pay the big dollar for it, yeah, you if feel I get a bit it second hand, I feel okay. But if I buy it new, I feel totally shortchanged. I think you would, if you bought Injustice, maybe not for full price, you'd feel good value for money because the story. Well, is I believe uh, CEX, and I'm sure Finster Gamer, he'll do that price match with yeah. CEX. Listen's like, who's Finster Gamer? Back catalogue, guys. Go check it yeah. out. It's only 20 episodes. It'll only take you two days. <laughs> Solid listening. Uh, Finster Games, they'll do a price match. And the game's currently, I think, £10 for the first one, or £9, and the sequel's either £10 or £11, respectively. Mm. So not a million bucks. So maybe no. I should check it out. You should, it. yeah. Um, next on. bit of news. Tom, you sat there in your Charmander onesie. <laughs> Another change. <laughs> What you endless got to changes, tell me? endless wardrobe What you got changes. to tell me? Hey, want to find out more about Sword and Shield? Not really, but go on anyway. Unfortunately, this is for only for our American listeners, oh. and seemingly those that live on the West Coast. But here's some info and dates for you: PAX West, August thirtieth, September second, or through to September second, uh, ten a.m. to six p.m. Pacific time, and Los Angeles County Fair, September the eleventh to the thirteenth, twelve till 8pm Pacific time uh, and September 14th to 15th, 10am to 8pm Pacific time. So they're just where you're going to be able to see the next sort of... Also, uh, Tom, going to be at the State Fair of Texas, October 10th oh. to the 14th uh, from around 10am till uh, sometimes as late as 10pm uh, Central time, obviously being in Texas for the for the longer listeners, Tom, um, if they're a little bit unsure about how that works out, probably the same as British Sea Time. Yeah, the classic line. Uh, and what can what goes on at the <laughs> what goes on at these places? Uh, here, you can educate yourself on the 
now. How do we pronounce this? I heard it on the thing the other day. Galarian? Galarian. We'll go with Galarian culture. Okay. And even now, some photo opportunities with some Galar-specific Pokemon. Yes. In this, in addition to learning all about the Galar region and the new Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield games, visitors to the tourism centres will be able to experience many fun activities. Everyone who stops by should make sure their cameras are equipped since there will be various uh, Galar-themed photo opportunities. That Do you are know what? Every time I see... Can I just media. interrupt? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and apologies to uh, our regular uh, Australian listener, but when I see that word, I want to say Galar. Galar. Galar, mate. You're Galar. screaming Galar. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway... Yeah. Get some exclusive tat. Yeah. But you need proof of your receipt. There's no. a little fat for your listeners. Don't just rock up saying galah and all high on unofficial controller podcasts. You need to go with some form of a receipt. But then there's some uh, exclusive items they're going to throw at you for your pre-order yeah. receipt. I think that's going to be a big game of the year, isn't it? Not a contender for game of the year, I would have thought, but it'll be a, a big seller. Stranger things have happened. Yeah. They move at a snail's pace for those games, in a way. I also don't think that the the writer of the Telegraph Games page is the person who decides who's going to win a gaming BAFTA. Yeah, I play two games a year only because I have to. He's not going to pick this up, is he? Even no. if it was technically the greatest game ever made, a la Tetris or something that defies all genres like Minecraft yeah. or whatever it is, this it's not going to win Game of the Year, unfortunately. Even if it's a well put together and decent decent title, you excited for that? You primed and hyped? No, I won't be picking it up. I don't think. Whoa. It, Where's, it, what have, what, hang on it, a minute. It's, Where's Tom and what have you do with him? What um, have you do with him? I can't even speak. I'm so excited <laughs> and confused. Like, what has happened to him? It's not as big a leap as I'd hoped they were going to take. God, sometimes I wish I could record some of the sound bites you spin to me over the phone when you say, oh, have you seen the new trailer for Pokemon? Yeah, but it looked good. And then record. when you start looking at it, oh, you like... I said it, to you, I don't think I'll get it. This is one of the classic lines. Oh, mate, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and you gave me the oh. old mate story about this time. <laughs> the classic way of describing something that is truly great. Oh, oh mate. mate. Oh, mate. you got to see this. Yeah, so with all the old mates out of the way... Parked. You start parked and the hype had died down. <laughs> you start to look at it and think, mm, it doesn't really look a lot different to the old one. And you're talking a massive leap in hardware from a 3DS to a Switch. Some would say. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Fell into that. You did. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I'll, I'll maybe... You threw me the pistol round and the pistol and I had to shoot it at you. Yeah. Let me swing in with this, this, this next bit of news. Tom, scientific fact. Drinking lessens feelings of pain by 50%. In a great update to their watchdog Legion, Ubisoft goes on to explain some of the new game mechanics, including the Players Anyone tagline. Different job roles in your team mean, as the game plays out differently, uh, you can even have someone like a top-notch lawyer in your team. No problems, all your characters get released from police custody automatically. Uh, They went on to describe how everyone will have an origin story of some kind. It almost seems like random old-age death can affect older characters in your team. Uh, this they also detailed how one character takes 50% less damage when he's consumed a pint uh, shaping up in a stereotypical British way 
but no offence taken as we are British after all, so we seemingly can we never be offended. Um, uh, the trailer made me chuckle a little bit because it was very stereotypical of like, here's your here's, high, a here's your here's your high flying London lawyer. Here's your old man who's gone a bit senile with he's wearing like a um, what era was that helmet? Uh, it looked like a World Zulu. War One German helmet. Yeah, um, and the and the guy drinking a pint to have fifty percent or to quote the trailer or five. Yeah. Was he Polish as well? <laughs> he was, wasn't he, in that It's a cool suit. idea. I really like the idea that you can play as anyone. I mean, are they like... suggesting all Polish people drink a lot of beer and wear tracksuits? Maybe. And wear those little man bags? Yeah. Come on. Come um, on. But yeah, a, a cool idea. The fact you, you can just recruit this team of, of anyone you like and they've all got different abilities. But... I don't know. It's a strange game. Strange. That's the understanding Very of the strange. week. I've, I don't... I, you know, it's stranger than Death Stranding. Well, we'll see what more comes of it. I just... It's I not out till next year either, is it? We've seen so much of it considering it's yeah. not out till next year. It feels I, like it was going to be like out for Christmas. It, I honestly, when I found out it was coming out next year, I was like, what? Man, mm. That's coming now. We've seen yeah. footage, we've had play demo, we've had gameplay, we've had all sorts. Not till next year. We, we like Ubisoft, though, don't we? Yeah. So I think sometimes. They, yeah, they're they're one of the favoured developers. They put out a lot of good stuff. As we've exposed them before, though, they wait for the big conglomerate like EA to make the mistake, and then they quietly do it <laughs> yeah. themselves. We like, we love you guys. We love the fans. That's terrible, EA. I can't believe you're doing that. D-list our content. <laughs> Tom, let's let's round this news out. We can't round the news out without another win for the bingo. And also... The salt lorry's outside. Yeah, Lord Ponterbury's ordered the salt for this year's drive uh, de-icing. Yeah. A couple of tonnes of stuff, but it might be all needed to be consumed in one go with this piece of news. Uh, yeah, we're going to need a lorry full, but uh, we couldn't <laughs> end the news section without the bizarre and uh, counting stories of the secret uh, Bonaire project looking for certification mm. seemingly getting it everywhere bar australia who as always needs some of the darker content checked or removed sorry to our australian cousins it's out of our hands anyway what it what is this rumor has it that bonaire is a caribbean island that could add a uh, length or a revisit to the western uh, red dead redemption 2 uh could we see another sort of castaway simulator as we do in the main story where we visit Guam? Uh, Guam. Guam. If we hear even a whisper more, we will bring it straight to you. What do you make of that? Have you been all over that? I know yeah, you, I did. You love did, this rumour yeah. mill. Also, to further, for... to further substantiate this rumour, yeah. Rockstar North's Red Dead Redemption window decals are being removed as we speak. They normally have a game in the window, whatever game it is they're working on or announcing yeah. at the time. And for the last year or yeah. more, it's been Red Dead. That's right. now coming down. Oh. So one would imagine it is a timely time to possibly announce that new thing or the rumoured DLC that we've been promised. I think if they get to the year anniversary of Red Dead 2 being out, it makes sense to release a, a large DLC pack then. 
Um, so whether this code name, it's it's one of the least things I'd want to do though. Well, is go back. Do you to know like what? A, weirdly, it, it might not even be the code name. This might be the name of the actual game or title of the yeah, DLC. Yeah, could be something completely. Because that name has actually gone through the certification. Oh, okay. So Bon Air is something they're working on. You know what? I'd, I hope it's not. Is a French aircraft simulator? <laughs> no. <laughs> as far as Red Dead goes, I hope it's not online uh, Caribbean island to go and explore. Tom, out of everything that you've said so far in this one hour, 23 minute podcast, that's probably the thing that's most correct. Mm-hmm. I think it's yeah. going to be that, isn't it? Yeah, we know what we want. We want Red Dead 1 remaster. Rockstar, we're local boys to you. Give us what we want. Mummy, mummy, please can we have Red Dead 1 I'm remaster. sure by the time one of the hardcore Rockstar uh, they listen, employees they listen. gets caught up with this episode, GTA the, 7 will be The out. amount of CD copies of our podcast we've shoved through the letterbox. Mm, they've all got something underneath their cups of tea though, Tom. <laughs> and they don't look like coasters, friend. Uh, did we miss anything? Or do you have an opinion or take on the news we missed? Including this, obviously this week's I, an absolute bumper news. The one game... Wait, what are you well, doing? What are you doing? He's I, lawless. He's ad-libbing again. Let him go. Free like a bird. There's a few little games that I saw. One was the, the Taurus, looked really good. One cool thing I saw was Mario and Sonic at the Olympics... Hear me out. Mm. Did you see the the retro bit? So yeah, they went from three D graphics and then they did like a hundred meter sprint and they had like the the actual animations Dave from Thompson. Sonic and uh, Mario. So the Sonic is the Sonic from Sonic One and Two. Tails, Doctor Robotnik. I thought that was a real cool idea. Is that mean? Does that mean that Mario and Sonic at the Olympics will be coming to PS4 and Xbox and then the Switch gets that two D one? No. Oh. Yeah, I think I think it's... Um, well, it must be a Switch exclusive. Probably. It is, isn't it? Surely. It's not going to allow Mario on the Xbox. Depends what franchise... Uh, depends where Sega thinks Sonic lives these oh, days. Oh, and speaking of, we provide facts. Our rumours are backed up with a bit of facts. Ori and the Blind Forest is coming to the Switch. As we discussed last week, uh, while we, you were asking while me. While we fight away in the mediocre pile, people just don't realise what we know, do they? No. We were talking about what games we'd like to see come to Switch and PS4 from the Xbox catalogue. I said Ori and the Blind Forest. I A week later, it. it's revealed. Okay. Tom. We are in the know. If the masses want to get in contact with us and, you know, get an opinion in the feature... Give us a bit of news. Tell us that we missed all this great news from Gamescom 2019 that they're literally screaming down their speakers yeah. at. How would they get in contact with us? Uh, you can reach us at questions at unofficialcontrollerpodcast.com and also direct messages on Instagram or Twitter. Tom. And also please leave any comments on the YouTube videos of the uh, of the podcast as well. Or is that where you want to direct them and to And remember to subscribe as well, please. It's very important. We really want to push the YouTube channel. Um, and try and grow that so please like and subscribe and give uh, give some of the episodes you might have missed to listen please do hey Tom it's that time of the week again when the big man makes a house call you better be ready these guys and girls got in touch to show us their pickups from Stingray's boot you can too 
Just hashtag Stingrace Boot on Instagram or Twitter or email us at questions at unofficialcontrollerpodcast.com. So if you're listening to that, you'd have probably gone to your phone and navigated into the word tags on Instagram, typed in Stingrace Boot. There you go. I'm filling for Tom because he's having to shovel some coal onto his Nokia 3310. <laughs> uh, kicking off Retro Gamer Thomas. Further, his relationship with PCSO Ross Kemp. Ross Kemp's let Retro Gamer Thomas, the electronics Hannibal of the village, move into his spare bedroom. No longer does he have to live in the shed. Um, and it looks like Retro Gamer Thomas and PCSO Ross Kemp have been down Ikea and bought some shelving to transport has, yeah. the gaming collection there. I don't know if PCSO Ross Kemp is a gamer, but by the time he's finished, Retro Gamer Thomas will have made him one. New games room under construction. Can't get enough of him. Once again, a prop for the Unofficial Controller podcast. If I could mm-hmm. pay you back in kind, I would enjoy that. Next. Game Boy nerd. Yeah. New listener. He is. Oh, he's picked up some good games there, Tom. And Genesis Collection on PS2, Kingdom Hearts, greatest hits version, Batman Vengeance, so obviously he's a, a man of your eyes, probably got a slightly more realistic Joker in that game <laughs> than in the Mortal Definitely. Kombat news. Uh, and a nice little setup there with his flat yeah. screen, and he's That's got cool, some choicey looking um, sports titles for his Mega Drive in that little yeah. holder on the front. Nice Something work. tells me that you're going to run out of space very soon, Game Boy Nerd. Hello, everyone, to my new shelfie in my game room. Interesting. Can I take this one, Tom? Because I've never heard this before. I don't know if Ash Event's winding us up or not. But uh, he's got a picture of a bulletproof vest and a copy of Bulletproof by 50 Cent. Not only is this the Platinum's hit version of this game, which is harder to find than you think, but the collected edition came with a full-size digital camo body armour. But you had to get shot once... (laughs) Before you could take the game home. <laughs> so happy to have both pieces in my collection. No need to thank me for the 100 accurate gaming facts. And here's just a few of the folks I like following. And again, great. Thank you for that. But have you heard that, Tom? You pre-order the digit, you pre-order the premium version of that game. You rock up at your local game store and get shot. Yeah, sounds a good day out. Whew. I've never been shot, but I should say it knocks the wind clean out of you. Yeah, even Hang with on. The, the very... F- Tom, we've got to do it. Sharaban. 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 He's we in- back. We incite the man himself, and it looks to me... And he rises out with a Dragon Ball Z collection of figurines and uh, Dragon Ball Z games going all the way back to the SNES. Yeah, any uh, kind of Dragon Ball Z tat, he's got it. He's all over Game the Game Boy Nerd. He's not in here once, listeners. He's in here two times. Two-time world champion as he is already. Uh, that oh, would make Sharaban it. like a 50-time. He's <laughs> like the Ric Flair of Stingray's boot. And Game Boy Nerd is like the... He's got one of Rockstar's uh, early games on the PS2. One that I remember showing you. The, Let me get the, my eyes out and zoom a zoom. Smuggler's Run. Do you remember playing that when I uh, gave you the showcase of the PS2 with time splitters smugglers run and then a copy of my brother's game orphan yeah. you were not that impressed I want that and much you, seem, you seemed quite happy with your dreamcast at the time I certainly was um, yeah he's got some other good titles in there Who else forget about that Oscat's here uh, he's here he's got some switch games some PS4 games hang on a minute Oscat this has got to stop your obsession with getting every single switch game means that you have bought 
My Little Riding Champion, horse riding simulator rated E for everyone on the Switch. A fine choice. That's next. <laughs> it's probably in Stingray's boot for all I know. Uh, he's bought some PSVR games and some Wii U games. He's now ratcheting up his other collections and he's done such a good job of the Wii. Tom. Radbash Gaming. Gaming. back on the scene. Any name that we haven't heard for at least a week, we're going to get all emotional over and we'll probably scared. We might have, uh, might have lost, had, a, had an accident. Or lost more listeners. Chris McClum, this soundbite, he's going unheard every week. It is. He's either fallen, we can say this now, or he's dead. Because... <laughs> The option of him not being a fan of the show is not likely at all. No, surely not. So he's, he's obviously dead. Uh, Radbash Gaming, series of unfortunate events on the X on the GameCube. Yep. Uh, Metal Arms on the Xbox and Special Forces Nemesis Strike, if my 21 vision can work that out. Um, Ash Event coming up next with a, uh, a very cool steel box for Splinter Cell. Like very neon green with it's the great night vision splayed out there yeah. like that, isn't it? Legs akimbo. Yeah, cool. Um, Sharaban. 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 My goodness. Sticking with the Japanese oh. lifestyle. <laughs> He's got Gundam Wing. You know, last week when you were like not that excited because it was Stingray Spoon and you were flagging a little bit because you, you were looking forward to your warm milk. Yeah. And <laughs> I said something like, uh, oh, let me ask Sharaban if he wants to co host the podcast. Yeah, he answered the question for real. Yeah, he said I'd like to, but I don't speak English. Oh, otherwise he was more than suitably qualified to be your replacement. Well, he's and probably mine. overly qualified, <laughs> even if he can't speak English. Um, I a retro gamer dad got himself a copy of. You had this, didn't you? No, Mortal Kombat Deception. Ah, what did you have? I had a Shaolin lot of games Monk. on you the had... Xbox. I can't remember. Shaolin Monks. Was in like no, a... it's Jade Empire. Which was a Bioware. Uh, Stop RPG. talking. Stop talking. I am. Slow down. Open your ears, not your mouth hole. Listen in. You had an Xbox game you tried to champion to me as being this great <laughs> title. And it was called Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks or something similar. In between the bolted together fighting sections, you walked around a very <laughs> oh, yeah. stiffly animated guy. I do remember. You remember this now? I remember now. Do you remember how younger you used to champion some of the worst games? <laughs> Almost as though you worked on their development team and you were damned old. If you don't buy this, I'm out of a job. Yeah. And quite frankly... You were. It sold 200 copies, it mainly sold... to friends and family. <laughs> <laughs> the stiffest. Although, if memory serves, the magazines actually quite enjoyed that game. I think it got a rounding It was seven. there early. It was um, dipping the foot into the story mode style of... I Not the toe. They got the whole foot in. We need to find out what that game was now. I, think I wonder it whether it was. Charlotte Monks. Anyway, Xbox Podder. That's a stack of games, especially when we're Massive positioned at the bottom. Maybe it's in that selection of Xbox games, but the eyes are just not good enough I don't to think read your it. phone's got the resolution to see the top <laughs> of that stack zoomed in anytime soon. I do soon. see one title on the right-hand side, though, Project. Project Gotham Racing. Right. Well, what with him the being classic. such a big Xbox fan, that's got to be on a plate display, isn't it? Nice it and does. sharp at the front. Uh, he's got a few more on display on the next post. Um, oh yeah, Star Wars: Knights of the Republic, a great game. Great game. The other one. How much is that so these much. days? So eight, eight quid. Pound. Bargain. Eight pounds, eight dollars. Call it what you want. Futurama, Driver, Parallel Lines, Midway Arcade, Treasure, and that classic stinky poop, Aragon. Probably uh, using the 
the engine yeah. from Tom's Mortal Kombat game. Retro Gamer Thomas up next. He doesn't just eat uh, microchips and other parts of gaming tap. He drinks Chianti and whatever that is. Wild Beer Eagle Hunter. A, um, I think that's a... So it's a light, refreshing beer and not too hoppy. Very nice. Mm. Fan of the real ale. Fan of the real ale. Danny Plays back in the boot. Nice to welcome you back, Danny. Um, looks like she's got some great games there that she's picked up. Gun for the PS2. Oh, Gun. Big favourite of ours. It is. Hidden gem. Yes. Another game <laughs> Tom tried to champion to me. Uh Retro Gamers key, uh, key Ring. Retro Gamers Club. Maybe we should get some unofficial controller key ring sorted Why out. don't you... Look, that's this little thing that she's got going on where they send you a Nintendo box full of like different rammel from Nintendo, including the game. Very cool. Mm. Well done, Danny Plays. Little Sackboy figure there as well. Did you see that? I did. Ash Event. What's Ash Event? It's all very Xbox this week, yeah. isn't it? Xbox original as well. He's trading keep pile. He's got every Madden ever made, I think, there. He's trading Crimson Skies. Presumably you've got all these already. You're not just trading because you don't like them because, you know, you're kicking out some good games there to keep some mediocre tat. Sharaban? Oh, he's Japanese, Japanese, Japanese this week, isn't he? I think uh, he's turning Japanese. I think he's turning Japanese. I really think so. <laughs> <laughs> That's the song I was looking for, but couldn't remember. Um, he's got the Onimusha. I didn't even know that you were. That's how who your little rendition was. Uh, Onimusha Collection. Some of my favourite games there. Looking great. He's got all um, of them as well because he's got three. Three being my favourite uh, with Jean Reno. Jean Reno. Jean Reno. The man named after a car. Or if you were pronouncing him properly, it would be something like John Renault. <laughs> <laughs> What's Ash Event got here? He's got himself a copy of Mega Man 11. On the Switch and uh, Mega Man original on the NES. And uh, the 8-bit version of Mega Man on the left and the modern version on the right. Wouldn't be able to pick them out of a lineup, would you? Nope. Looks like the sort of photo fit that was on Crime Watch about 30 <laughs> years ago. Have you seen this man? Brock, the 80s dude. I he's love Brock. Got, he always uh, makes the next. He always goes next level. He's got Zorg. Yeah. Tamagotchi. Who's the action figure? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I think that's a GI Joe. Which what Joe though? Oh, I well, don't know. He got, oh, he's got uh, Rock Raiders for the PlayStation Lego game, and what looks like Tamagotchi up there, Tom, next to that uh, GI Joe you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Who else is in? Uh... Who else have we got? We've got the Barber Who Games. Ooh. He's got himself a, a Lynx handheld. This is, uh, these are his Boston many of those Comic Con pickups. Ah, that's cool. Yes. Nice. Very cool. Uh, Oscat, Wii U collection. Bite My Pixel. Uh, wow, Bite My Pixel, right you lot. At Tin Four Spider, who's another fan of the show, and Bite My Pixel's better half from memory, is making these um, biscuits for a cancer charity. All made from fabric. They look very cool. So yeah, they're cool. Classic. Using the show to do a little bit of uh, custard creams, jammy dodgers, bourbons, and all that jazz. Yeah. So definitely uh, look them out on Instagram and get in contact with either Bite My Pixel or at Tinfall Spider. If anyone wanted to know what retro gamer Thomas looked like under the face mask, there he is driving uh, Ross Kemp's PCSO Ross Kemp's police <laughs> simulator <laughs> at full speed. 
But the thing is, retro gamer Thomas likes to feel a little bit, play fast and loose with the rules. He's the sort of guy that does 71 on a dual carriageway. He has, looking at this video, he has the uh, driving reactions of Michael Schumacher. He does. Although, this must be part of his rehabilitation with PCSO Ross Kemp. How close can he get to this wheel without feeling the need to nibble it? <laughs> yeah. Very nasty little biter, him. as you termed him last week. <laughs> <laughs> Not Nasty's um, a strong word. He's a friendly little biter. The big daddy Zilla 80 is in the house. And he's cooking up a retro Not storm. Not much, but a pickup at the least. Only paid $13 for everything. He puts us to shame every week, Tom. He does. He's cooking up more... Uh, retro storm looks and like some modern headsets. If you're not sure headsets. what make they are, suck through your teeth and just say they're Corsairs. <laughs> One for the back catalogue there, <laughs> yeah. if you don't know. Uh, it's a deep cut. Yeah, Mega Drive. Uh, Danny Play's got Mega Drive, Toe Jam, and Earl in the uh, in the cartridge bay. Oh, and and you know the best bit as well: old school console with old school stickers stuck on it still. Mm. A beautiful way of playing that Danny plays. Retro Vision. Normally weighs in with a nick comb. This week he's got a cartridge <laughs> for the Atari. Defender. That Very nice. Deb's Babs. Yeah. Have you ever seen such a beautiful looking woman? Uh, Retro Collector Ray with two Game Boy Advance SPs, the ones with the backlit screens, and a copy of the original Game Boy Super Mario Land. I tell you what, that was a car boot pickup, Tom. Not many stalls, but yeah. he found that. Uh, Mark Garage wow. Games. Uh, has got Bioshock Collection. Yeah, sir. Yeah, uh, Resistance Fall Escape of from Dead Island. London One of Insomniac's early games. Yeah, yeah, very good. Cheggers Party Quiz. Is that <laughs> meant to be Keith Chegwin? <laughs> oh, it is. Zoom in. Drekken is developed by the same guys who did the Joker. Oh, yes. Oh man. Actually, when you zoom in, that actually does bear some resemblance to Cheggers. <laughs> He's passed away. I think he'd make an awesome host on the podcast. He would, yeah. God rest his soul. Uh, IA Retro Gamer Dad. That's the sort of level we're pitching ourselves at. Cheggers plays pop. Uh, he's got a interesting bundle there. Jedi Knight Academy on the Xbox. Super yeah. Mario Bros. Wii on the Wii. Long time listener of the show and uh, and friend of mine, uh, Pez 3.5. First time he's been in the boot. It is. He's picked himself up the uh, Grandia Collection. Oh, and well done. What great games they are. Have you played them? Oh, I've played uh, Grandia on the Dreamcast. Ah, okay. And I th- think that 2 is on the PlayStation 2, from yes. memory. Or Grandia 1's on the... Ah, actually, that's right. Grandia 1 is on the PS1, and Grandia 2 was on the Dreamcast, and then I think it came to PS2 later. Yeah, he said to me he's been waiting a long time for these on the Switch, so uh, good to finally see them good on Good games there. as well, a man of yeah. class and elegance. Uh, Harvey Retro. Some drivelling half-wits written. He's done all that nice picture, and he, he's set the picture up and he's composed it the way Spielberg would frame a shot in one of his greatest films, and some monkeys just put at the bottom, nice. What sort of guy does that? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh... One with more games and sense. Harvey Retro, Dragon the Bruce Lee story. Good film. Not sure about the game, never no, played it. I, I mean, I've only ever played the SNES version of this game. Yeah. Used to skive off a mate, there's a confession, used to skive off school. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, play this. And I remember it being quite good, actually. Oh. I don't know what it's like on the Mega Drive. I don't know if there's a straight port or different. But he kind of went through his movies 
each level was based on a different one of his different movies. Yeah. It was actually all right, I thought. Uh, Great moving on. Flash events animated, holding a copy of Fahrenheit for the 32X Mega CD combo. Ray, so, sorry, no, I've done. Uh, rated G for gamers. Uh, he's got uh, some Maker's Mark whiskey, good choice, and some more Xbox games. And an ultimate Xbox review guide. I tell you what, based on our lack of knowledge about the Xbox product. I think we should be doing a retrospective for the Xbox original, don't you? Fans are screaming for it. They are. Thirsty for it. Uh, so thirsty he's downed half a bottle of Maker's Mark to get you through yes, the first yeah. 19 episodes of this mediocre podcast. And I think we're back to the start. Full turn of the wheel. Yes. Very good. Well, Tom... That's all the dips in the boot for our listeners. It is. Don't forget to hashtag Stingray's boot or email us for the pickups to be read out. Tom, if you're sat there this week, you've just been out and picked up a game from a charity shop, you're dead proud of it, you've managed to find a copy of Leisure Suit Larry for the Atari ST, and you think, oh, if only I wasn't so lonely, if only I could share this with a like-minded community that would bond around me and give me friends, real and imaginary, to get me through a weekly basis, and while I can still show them this great, iconic title, Leisure Suit Larry on the Atari ST. They took a picture of it, put it on Instagram. What will they do then? So, make sure your filter game is pretty strong. Get, Ooh. Some, get some nice sort of angles on the pictures. We don't take any old tat on the uh, <laughs> so thing race photographic boot. lessons as well. Yeah. Here's me thinking it was just the contact details. Yep. Uh, so, you uh, put hashtag thing race boot on the bottom of the... Uh, in the comments section. We got there. We did. Um, <laughs> and uh, we'll hopefully read it out on the show. Well, You might get roasted. We tend to go a little hard on people on the Stingray's boot because we like to have a bit of a joke. It's all fun, though. Yeah, it's do, all fun and games. We like, we like the friendship of everyone that we've built a friendship with so far to this point, and hopefully that continues and grows to many more. Yeah. Tom, let's not waste if, this yeah, time. Yeah, if, you, if you've not... Let's waste this time. <laughs> Sorry. If you've... He's if only a fictional not, uh, character, he can wait. If you've not if you've been on Sing Race Bootloads and you've not commented on the feature section, please do so because it's always nice to have some feedback from uh, from various different sources. Also, um, let me second that. If you're listening and you've never been in the feature and you've never even bothered to put your leg in Stingray's boot, what the hell is wrong with you? Get, get involved. Yeah. Come on. There's a family waiting to embrace you. It's not just me yeah. and Tom. Fancy a little tickle? On one of your Instagram pages from uh, Finster Gamer, get involved. Yeah, want to find out who Xbox Podder really is? Get in the community. Want to find Absolutely. out who Red Dragon Rius is? Listen to the back catalogue and hit up Intangible Variant, or don't. Don't tell him that we sent you. He's in. He's in secret. Yes. He he's waiting at the bottom of the yard, and he's waited very patiently, Tom. And he's so angry this week, and he's so pushed for time. He doesn't even want me to do a third-rate preamble over his third-rate mediocre sound effect. So, <laughs> with no delay, here he comes. It's time for a peek in what we affectionately call Stingray's boot. What's nestled between some counterfeit nappies and a doggy copy of Battle for Endor this week? So these are the new release highlights for the week August 19th to August 25th, 2019. So listeners, these are out on digital or physical, or will be by the time this podcast is in your feed, but could be region dependent. Springs, doors, he's here. Do it. Rad for the PC, PS4, Xbox and Switch, August 20th. Can I interject? Yeah. I forcibly need you to make this your mummy mummy, because I've already got a mummy mummy, and I yeah, think this so game, what I was gonna this have deserves is... the hype. Yeah. 
what I was going to have as Mummy Mummy uh, isn't actually out this week, so you were correct, uh, which was Control, which is out next week. The script man is never wrong with a fact. Always curated to the next highest level that one can find above average. Yeah. Good. I feel bad about what I said last week. <laughs> what makes a bad script writer, eh? What makes a bad dad? All of the above. Rad a bad. Tell Rad, me. Rad is a 3D action roguelike set in a post, post-apocalyptic <laughs> world where humanity has faced Armageddon not once, but twice. Two times. Yeah, I saw this game uh, six months ago, I think, um, at one of the Nintendo Directs, and it caught my eye. Uh, good to see that's out now. And uh, I might even pick that up. Oh, I'm picking that up. Yeah. Fact. It looks great. Yeah, it does look cool. Uh, in, in fact, Intangible Variant's already got it. I see. He has. Well, please get in touch with your thoughts on that. Gameplay Loops we... says he's pretty good. Oh. He's got a little picture up on his page. Yeah. Big fan of the show. I'm sure you've been in hyped up all his posts. Absolutely. Yeah, whatever, Tom. I'm there for you. <laughs> uh, it looked great. The visuals yeah. that he had captured of it, the neon pinks and the blues, yeah. it looked really cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for that. So that's your mummy, mummy, because I've already thrown down hard on one of these in here. I've no doubt. Right I'll next, give it the full what we got next? Remnant from the Ashes, PC, PS4, Xbox, August 20th. The world has been thrown into chaos by an ancient evil from another dimension. As one of the last remnants of humanity, you must set out alone or alongside up to two other survivors, no more, no less, to face down hordes of deadly enemies to try to carve a foothold, rebuild and retake what was lost. And off the back of that, Tom, I'm diving straight in with my next pick. Soldier, Soldier, the ITV drama oh. starring Robson Jerome. Robson Green and Jerome Flynn, a.k.a. That's Robson correct. and Jerome, the singing duo. Mm-hmm. And it's the complete box set. So the last two series, they've already left the show and gone off to Greener Pastures. But everything up until that point is TV perfection. Well, if we're allowed, if we've got the extra money, we'll have another ITV classic series, London's Burning. They go hand in hand, Tom. They do. They're almost like the Your same show, but a different... my pick. Yeah, just like a different setting. Let's get the format, the bill. Let's swap it for soldiers. We'll call it Soldier, Soldier. Let's swap them out for firefighters. <laughs> we'll call it London's Burning. Let's swap them out for ambulance drivers. We'll call it your left legs hanging off. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> don't remember that last one, but it was uh, it was on Grampian, one of the ITV spin-offs up right. somewhere. Yeah, in Scotland, I think. Maybe Doogie uh, McBain can tell us how. Maybe so. But however, I called it my left. You better maybe. take this next one, aren't you? Because we rambled on about yes. it some more. The Yakuza Remastered Collection. Buy it now and get. Well, by the time you hear this podcast, I'm sure you'll be playing Yakuza Three. But it's out on PS4 exclusively. Still, unfortunately, at this moment, though, it's rumored to be coming to PC. August twentieth, uh, the Yakuza Remastered Collection has been officially announced, but not really a collection, at least not yet. Yakuza Three, Four, and Five are all coming west, but they're being released separately. The bright side is that the Yakuza Three is supposed to be out to down the PlayStation Store. And yes, if you buy the Yakuza Remastered Collection, it's forty nine ninety nine English pounds. Or fifty nine ninety nine US dollars on the PlayStation Store, you'll get all three games, just not right away. And if you listen to the top of the show, which you must have done to get here, unless you've skipped to listen to Stingray and then thought you'd hang around for Stingray, which I can't imagine anyone would do that. You would, would dare do that to us. Um, 
I'm sure they've all just arrived here. I'm like, ha, 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 fool you, we did as well. <laughs> uh, they know when those titles are coming out. So if you have skipped to this part, skip to the front and listen to the bit where we tell you when they're coming out. Tom, next title, PC. Looks like you're scrubbing up the 486 this weekend. Winds what? of Change, uh, out on August 21st. Yeah, again, that's on PC. Lead the Rebellion, build your army and shape the world with your choices. A story-heavy adventure game with multiple endings, romance options and non-linear storytelling. A vast, dark, fantasy world waiting to be explored, inspired by Dragon Age and Mass Effect. Top titles, Mass Effect in there. Bingo. Fully voice acted by a stellar cast as well. Mm, well, okay. Well, I'll grab this next one because I think we might be rapidly approaching the longest show we've ever heard. I know Oscat's just bunched the ceiling, but I don't know if everybody <laughs> else has got that attention span. The all-new action RPG Onanaki for PC, PS4, Switch, August 20th, tells the story of one watcher on a journey to protect life after death. Mm. Pull back on the Mario onesie, Tom. Puyo Puyo out on Switch, August 22nd. Return to the game that started this successful Puyo Puyo series, one of the most celebrated games in Japan. Strategically stack Puyos to chain your combos while sending devastating Puyos to hinder your opponent. First to clear the screen wins. I think that's what it says, yeah. (laughs) Get in there. Revive for Nintendo Switch. Experience a new spin on classic Puyo Puyo with online network battles, rankings and reverse rotate control. Mm. I'll take this next one from the Sega Ages pack. Uh, Space Harry on the Switch, August 22nd. Goal, destroy all enemies. Harrier is in a constant state of motion as he traverses the fantasy zone. So it is the fantasy zone that he says. Get ready Uh. for the fantasy zone. Can he eliminate all evil supernatural beasts in order to save Dragonland? Use your jet laser cannon to shoot while dodging obstacles. Can you beat all stages and reach the end? Play Sega Ages Space Harrier today. Tom, last pick. Seems we've had our videos for this week. What's that last thing you got in there? Uh, Steambirds Alliance out on PC, August 22nd. Steambirds Alliance is a massively cooperative bullet hell shooter. Mm. Fly with dozens of your feathered friends in an open world full of cruel cat bosses and endless waves of deadly bullets. Have you seen a trailer for that? I haven't, no. It's pretty cool, actually. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. There's like a section of it where like 20 of these people go into one of these bullet, you know, bullet storm games. Yeah, like yeah. There's more bullets on screen than anything mm-hmm. else. There's like 20 of them all weaving in and out of these bullets and firing on bosses together. Ah. Uh, it's the sort of thing that you try and sell me on the concept of and then never actually buy yourself. And after I've... Did you get that game, Steam Bird Lights? Oh, no, I never got round to it. Oh. That's awkward. Yeah. Talking of awkward, Tom, let's shift into that section of the show where I ask you genuinely and passionately about what you're hoping to play and you pretend to ask me. What are you hoping to play? No, I just asked you that. Oh. That was a roundabout way of me asking you what you're hoping to play. Um, Yeah, more Fire Emblem. I don't know when I'm going to finish that. It's very. I'm 30 hours in now. Long game. I wish I had one of those soundboards on my phone. I'm the person on this podcast that finishes games, George. I am. I am. I still am. I still am. I still am. So Fire Emblem. Still the OG finisher. It's it's got a game. Achievement hunter, trophy hunter. So far, you've put in half the time that you'd put into Red Dead. Uh, Not Red Dead. I'd probably even say um, Days Gone. Hmm. I can't. I don't know where you can check your playtime on that game. You can't, really. Um, Yeah, Fire Emblem. 
I'm waiting for Astral Chain on the Switch next week, so I don't think there'll be any more pickups for me this week. You're going to do one of your little previews where you get your crayons up and then commandeer the first 10 minutes of the show, tell the fans about this awesome new game that's come out for that handheld gaming console that no one owns? <laughs> if the fans demand, I'll deliver, like the milkman. You need to be careful what they demand. You've just left them a very open <laughs> gamut there. I don't want to be yeah. the photographer of some of those photos. Definitely it's not. A PG podcast after all. Uh, I guess with that, you I, want I, to ask me. Yeah, I better ask you, because otherwise we'll go to the outro and I'll not ask you again. Oh, I really should have done that, really. Yeah, I should have forced should, the outro, yeah. shouldn't I? Yeah. What, uh, what am I going to hope to play? Um, well, timing's right. I'm going to get Yakuza Kiwami 2 done. I'll get that out of the way. This might be one of those days gone things where I claim I'm going to do that for the next six weeks solid. Yeah. But what with the imminent arrival or the already arrived Yakuza 3 with all the content that was stripped out of the European release back in the day, back in the game, instead of on my playthrough of the series that I've foisted upon myself, the listeners, and you, yeah, I'll play the PS4 version, let you guys know early what I think, uh, save me barking up the PS3. Well, I was quite looking forward to sinking back into that little ecosystem but we move on uh, yeah. what else have I got that I'm going to play uh, I'm going to lie if I'm not going to say I'm going to play Minecraft but we've already issued a Tombola prize for Can that you do, uh, do you play that on the Vita at all yeah yeah but or I've got a separate I've got a separate save okay I could do remote play for the small screen play yeah it's, you can take a game you can take a you can work on a world on your Vita and transfer it up to the PS4 yeah. to look at it on the bigger boys console mm-hmm. but you can't take your game back down then to the Vita oh uh, okay I think from memory and luckily I've got both I've got a PS3 and the Vita if yep. you buy the Vita Minecraft you get the PS3 one automatically oh. and you can chuck the games between on those so mm-hmm. the choice is there but I've chosen yeah. to just play it predominantly on the PS4 because I've not mm-hmm. been out and about as much as it would normally be. Yeah. Um, there's a game out before our next show, which kind of didn't make this uh, this week's new releases. I'm curious to know where you're going to pick that up, uh, called Control. And do you know anything much about it? It seems like the first big title of like the the start of the big What game did they winter. make before? Remedy. Um, what have they made? It's not Alan Wake's crew, is it? I think it is. Remedy, yeah. Yeah. And there's it all... does look very cool. I mean, the game looks cool, but I just don't I feel think... like it might be a sleeper hit. Because it's almost come like... I didn't even know it was out next week, and it's like, oh. Let me let me there. position it this way to you. I don't think it's going to be a sleeper hit. I think it's going to be more like the game Remember Me on Xbox 360 and PS3. And uh. that title sums up the question, really, doesn't it? Mm. I don't know. I think I prefer... Well, on that news, obviously, there's been some rumours that Sony... This is totally the wrong end of the show for this nonsense, but Doesn't matter. We're we're longest ever show, I think. Well, they've been hanging around back... uh, Shuya Hoshida, big fan of this show and listener, has um, been (laughs) over to Remedy. Come on. Hold it together. I am. Some things can happen. They do. And... uh, Like that time we nearly got Miyamoto on the show. But... He, he got called to some extra plumbing work. Now people are bringing it all into question. Shuhei, we love you. Without you, we wouldn't even be mm. in the charts. So uh, anyway, he's been hanging around at Remedy. And uh, rumours has it that 
they're up for sale, and Alan mm-hmm. Wake's part of the deal. Sony are looking at buying. So Alan Wake on the PS4, and maybe a sequel. I think it'd be PS5, wouldn't it? But we well, digress. Yeah. Anyway, have we took enough of their time, Tom? I think we have. You could almost call this a two-parter. In that case, that's all we have time for this week, listeners. As always, thank you for your time, and we look forward to the pleasure of speaking to you again next week. Until then, happy gaming, and remember there's nothing wrong with being given the unofficial controller. It's what you do with it that counts. See you next week, Tom. Cheers, mate.